If you travel, you know how to really go off the grid. Like no cell service in your room, off the grid. You know which remote retreats have the best herbal baths, sound baths, and ice baths. Because when you set up your out-of-office, you mean it. Because when you're the escape artist, vacation is all about resting, meditating, drinking water, and minding your own businessing. The Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Welcome to the Friends. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesca, also known as K-Friend. Hey. My name is Asante. This is the Friends Zone. Let's start the show. I'm in the zone. Every kiss begins it's fat, fat in there. We had to good. take it back. We had to take it back. And it's so <laughs> funny. First of all, welcome to the friend zone. Your weekly look at all things mental health, mental illness, and Vine. Because who in the hell wants to see Brad? I know I don't. Yeah, we had to take it back to Vine. This is a throwback of sorts. Aww. Okay. Take it back to Vine with the Every Kiss Begins with K Vine that we could all not stop listening to. Um, and guess who was in the corner pocket? Who was in the bottom left corner square of that, that trifecta? Who? Summer Damn Walker. Oh, that is Summer Walker. Oh, that's Look. so cute. Work Summer. Look, y'all, that is Summer Walker. Work Summer. Oh, that sure is. Wow. That was her. She was Work over 18. Summer. You see how she had her hand on her head when she okay. was singing? <laughs> she, we, she, she's been that's consistent. W- that's when she dropped yeah. Ben over it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come on, Summer. But I just wanted to take it back to that because that was a good time. In mm-hmm. internet days for us all, that 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 vine that clip brought us a lot of joy. They were singing the shit out of the jingle from K. Every kiss begins with K. They were singing, okay. So I just wanted to drop that. How y'all doing? What's going on? I'm pushing through. You pushing T, pushing through, pushing P. Um, Still under the weather, but trying to figure it out. But the only good thing is, um, God legit sat my ass down because all weekend Mm -hmm. I just was like wrapped in a blanket in front of the Mm -hmm. fireplace, watching documentaries and movies. Yeah, you know when you lay there, you're like, wow, why don't I do this every day? Well, I don't life? know. I don't have a fireplace in a, right. in a big ass, hot, beautiful ass house, friend. But what I <laughs> I do love that you do, and I love <laughs> hearing you. the fact that you got your rest, girl. That makes my heart I smile. Did. I love that. I did. So slowly but surely, feeling better. I feel like <clears throat> I need to just bite the bullet, go to the doctor, yeah. <laughs> see what's going on. I was telling Dustin that earlier. Like, it, I've tried all my woo woo shit, and yeah. most of it has worked, but a lot of it has not. And mm-hmm. it's time to see what's going on just to make sure I'm good. But I see a lot of people also sick right now. Like, it's that time mm-hmm. of the year. Lots Everybody. and lots of people. There's all kinds, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> There's all kinds of variants of colds and flus and COVID and you name it. So, I seen knows? this old lady. I was in so. 
this weekend I had to go lay my 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 boy. I had to go lay Frank to rest in Arkansas. We love you right? so much, love Frank. you, Frank. Love you, Frank. love you forever and ever, yeah. forever. But I saw an old uh, biscuit faced woman launching a <laughs> snot rocket on a corner in Little oh Rock, in Little Rock, God. Arkansas. I had never seen a woman. I said, oh "My God, what's she gonna do next? Chew tobacco Monty. and shit like she? The what you should have seen the way she? I have rocket. never put that gnarled finger. That that. I would just see people do that on the train. Like that. No. The train. I've seen them do Dude, it on the what? train. Oh. Man, like the movie Hell, Throw no. Mama from the Train. <laughs> I'm telling when I seen that, she was an older, older woman. You know, she wasn't black. Not that, that matters, but just so y'all know. But that ain't gonna be on us. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, she was a, she was an older woman in the South. She was in Little Rock, Arkansas. Okay. And she was standing on that street corner and she kicked that little leg out with that easy spirit. <laughs> oh. She had them easy spirit shoes on. Little cream ones uh-huh. that are kind of gray. Yeah, you know, she ain't have no purse. She had a pocketbook. And she had that pocketbook on her arm and she picked that arm up and put that finger down. And and launched a snot rocket. I said, "Damn, that is so." And you know what? My bar. I don't know if it's when. <laughs> I can't stand I, her. I, I have such a. That's one of my biggest pet peeves. Is mm-hmm. just people's inability to consider other people around them with things like that. Like I was in um, what is that store? World Market. Mm-hmm. And Ooh. you know, there's a lot. I know. Me and that store boy. So I was in there getting some stuff, and mm-hmm. um, these three kids were running around playing, and they were coughing all over everything, <laughs> everything, the furniture, weren't covering their mouths, and then their cough sound is so bad. Like I could tell these kids are really sick. Like I'm not talking about a little cough, like we all have cough. I'm talking about a cough a that you can hear mm-hmm. the mucus in their chest, like it, they were not spitting it out. You know, like it's just. Ew. And I was they looking at the mom crazy. Out. That's why I was looking at the mom. Like I get it. Sometimes it's like, what's she gonna do if she has shit to do, and maybe mm-hmm. she don't have a sitter. Like mm-hmm. there's tons of reasons why a mom would come out with sick kids, but True. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> The kid was coughing all the time. Get the fuck away from me, girl. I, 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 already, I feel for you, girl, but get your kids the fuck a, away from me. You know what I'm saying? I already am, have my own little cough, but to mm-hmm. hear that cough, I was like, oh my God, no. Children <laughs> so like, nasty, though, you know, especially kids we don't know. Kids we you know, know we I'm love saying? them. They're, they're clean as a boy to hell. But kids we don't know is nasty as hell. You know, they are nothing but walking petri dishes. That's literally what they are. Like I really just felt bad because they sound so sick. These mm-hmm. kids, like I was like, girl, that ain't my fucking kids. It was no mask. My baby would have been home on. in some pajamas with the feet in it, Vicks on their chest. <laughs> you know what I'm saying up, to okay? you? Rubbing their little feet with a with a with garlic or whatever our grandmas tell us to put That's in right. our socks. That's right. <laughs> Remember those signs on the train that said, "If you feel sick, stay home." Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. That the cough that you're describing, I feel like that was the reason. Someone's like, you know what? We have to start just telling people they got to stay home. Like, yeah, that was like, the reason. Uh, to me, when you have that cough, because we all know different coughs have levels. Like mine they is do. just uh, my throat is just raw and tired. <laughs> but yeah, ain't my, that wrong with a look? <laughs> that ch- you know what I'm saying? That yeah. like sniffle. <laughs> we got to get shit done. It's all right, but not the cough where you sound like it's like bronchitis. You like know, a like a model T. You remember how them cars sounded in the, in the color purple and shit? Them old ass Model T cars, like uh, 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 
world outside the little kid. It's just kid, so bad. I feel sound. so terrible. But I'm anyways, that's that because mind. I'm a heavy smoker. So like when I cough, so I I know my coughs. But be, like when I smoke and but I'm we drinking, know a like smokers cough. Just, yes, but you know a lot of people don't really know what they're consuming. So because I consume so much dairy, that mucus be in there and it be sounding real like mucus. And people like, oh, you sound sick. Like no, bitch, I had some chocolate milk, some weed, and it made it taste better. And now I sound like I'm sick. Right. Okay, we never trip. say lactose intolerant. Um, as a black person, I think it is obligatory for us to call it simply lactose. That's you are not lactose intolerant. You're lactose. <laughs> you may you also you have lactose. lactose. Yeah. You are lactose and you, you have lactose. lactose. Yes. But those were that was my experience. Well, I hope <laughs> you feel better. And them kids I too. too. I know. Or, or I not. Too. Give him some yeah. tea in a blanket. God I hated being damn. a kid and being sick. Like, it just felt like the end of the world for real. Like, as an adult, you can kind of manage it sometimes. It, sometimes it really fucking sucks. But, like, as a child, I don't know. It just always felt like I was dying. I was like, oh, am <laughs> I going to make it? They're like, you'll be all right. Put that Vicks Vapor up on you. Take a BC powder. And I'm like, all right, fine. And then, like, and, I would end up okay. You know, we've had we've been cracking jokes on not being ve- a vegan, vegetarian. But I will say this. <laughs> I have not been sick for years. Y'all have never seen oh, me wow. on this show with a badass cold. And that's because you live in Portland. Stop. No I, haven't, <laughs> I haven't had a cold, a flu. Like, I'm just hadn't been a sickly person. And now that I've been eating the moxtails <laughs> and eating the change of my diet, I have to say, this is interesting. I can't figure out if it's that, the flip in my diet, and now my body's just like, oh, what's going on? Or I also live in a different, you know, it's a new city. My yeah. body's still adjusting to the the seasons here. I'm going to go with that one. But also it's all the variants. Like we were right. quarantined so for so many years and our body, our immune system wasn't outside like that right. to get used to shit. You know what I mean? We were quarantined. You almost become a clean slate. So now all the um, infections and shit are like, what's up? <laughs> Where you been at? So I don't know. Everything's so dirty. And everything's so dirty. And then I was in New York, the dirtiest of the dirtiest. But I can't figure it out. (laughs) Whatever the case is, this sucks. (laughs) I'm I'm not into it. I know, but it'll be fine. But I hope you feel better. And Asante, the next person to say something about how you cough and spit in their damn face. (laughs) (laughs) I am not mean to tell you that. Spit in their goddamn face. How are you coughing like that? (laughs) <laughs> you know what to do Do a snot rocket Like okay. the lady oh, in like Arkansas that, Like that little uh, Spitfire ass lady That was standing on us <laughs> On the corner in Arkansas I was like Stop. This lady Spitfire. I cannot believe she did that Ooh, I rolled my so eyes at her Old ass so hard When I tell you I was <laughs> I'm grieving it. too I took them glasses off snot rocket I was in your way You know you mad When you put your teeth In the eye roll <laughs> oh <God>. yeah! <laughs> I remember. I remember when I was in middle school. There was this boy that everyone had a crush on. He knows who he is. I don't have to say his name. He was that <laughs> dude. We still cool. Mm-hmm. Um, he was talking to me one day, and he had, he had an accidental snot rocket. <laughs> oh my god! Because <laughs> he was laughing so. <laughs> Have y'all never seen that happen no. where someone's laughing yeah, so hard? Yeah, on the garbage fail kids. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> on that, not in no real damn life. <laughs> not 
Nasty ass. I will say, in high school, I don't know what was wrong with the white. Well, some of the children, but I remember a group of us were so obsessed with how gross some of these people were that they would laugh so hard. Milk would come out their nose. Okay. And we'd be like, lose all control. (laughs) But they were doing it like semi regularly. We were like, are they like like why? Like and then when we see them do it for whatever reason, I remember one of our teachers being like, "Why do y'all always go watch and then run away and and, and, and just just run?" Because we would always gross. We, we just didn't think they would do it for real. So every time they would do it, we'd be like, "I can't believe that man! That was crazy!" That was no. Crazy. He was laughing so hard, and I felt so embarrassed because everyone was seeing it. But he tried to get it back in real quick, so it like shot out, and then he brought. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> That's what that just reminded me. Whenever I see people do snot rockets, that's you know, what it his takes. Bungee, <laughs> bungee booger nose ass the fuck on some what the hell? <laughs> I never saw him the same again. And this is a very fine person that I just I always think of the snot rocket. It's hard to shake. Ain't that something? Mm-hmm. Anyway, shout it's out like to being the old in lady bed with somebody fine. And then and they, they rub the bottom feet. of their foot on your leg and it's rough. I didn't know you were going to say like, that. Oh, you know, you just start. <laughs> you and these feet. You got to go. I like, how, I like how sometimes my ADD will think a question and you'll just answer it without me having to ask. Because that I would was, be his. I was definitely <laughs> going to randomly ask. I was like, what's something a fine person could do that would turn you off? And then you just fart or shit <laughs> in front of me. What do you mean shit in, front shit in front of me? It's just Why that. They, I'm well, saying it plain. You mean like, shit in front of so me. So you mean if they <laughs> spent the night, they cannot use your bathroom if they have that morning no, shit? No, you can Dustin, pee. Dustin, what? No. So they got to go do what? The fuck home. Or somewhere else. I ain't shitting they house out. You know what, what I'm saying? What if it's you a can, weekend? That's personal. What if it's a weekend together? Figure it out. Like go downstairs to the, oh, to the counter. Yeah. Go God, do it like us. We all do. I'll go downstairs. I got to go ask them something downstairs. Oh. Carrie, you know I'm lying. I got to go use the bathroom. But I don't want you to know that. It's personal. I don't want to smell your shit. I'm sorry. I dated someone who felt the same way. He And yes. I didn't realize. Actually, I dated two people. I didn't realize See, that that's you know what they were doing. They didn't, they didn't want to shit in front of me. I never peeped. And he would always go for a run after dinner. And I'm thinking he's going for a run to walk to <laughs> run to off the bathroom. And years passed. We joked about it. He told me, you know, I would go to the McDonald's on Lennox. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? All these years. That's crazy. Thank God. I don't know. You you do friend, do you want a nigga shitting and farting around you on top of everything else that's getting on your nerves about? Okay, the farting I'm not a fan of. And it's a turn off. But the shitting, like you gotta shit. People do it in ways that don't stink. Flush flush with each poop. Courtesy flushes don't work. It does work. Burn incense. Smell like hot shit. <laughs> no, this that hot shit. That's what this smell like. <laughs> uh, there, the, oh, I'm gonna tell you what. We're opening a window. Yes. You know what else Put you a do? Towel down. What if you ain't got no window? Then it's a shitty you know, I towel. I got a window in my bathroom. <laughs> you know what else you do? You keep you a bottle of Clorox cleanup spray on top of your tank because mm-hmm. you can spray that in the ball. You can flush your stuff and then spray that in the ball, which you should do anyway to clean your fucking toilet. But you spray that in the toilet and the bleach. When you flush the bleach molecules that come up in the air and shit, they kind of take away a lot of the smell. They get so the that's Pac-Man. something else you can do. Yeah, that's they, and interesting. I, I feel like that's clean because it's bleach. 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so or like, people do the thing where they the light a match mm-hmm. and, and drop the match in the, the mm-hmm. toilet. And the you got to do that fucking, for a while. Who has a match? I, I keep sometimes you need bathroom. to... Th- you I have keep to do options that. in my think bathroom ahead. In, case, ahead. in case there are, is a guest that does feel comfortable enough, because I like my bathroom to feel comfortable enough for you to number two, but not actually necessarily you want to number two. But in the event that you do number two, I have options in there for guests. So then in case That's they're sweet. like, all right. The like poo matches, Well, it's sweet, work. but it's like, I don't want to smell it. So it's like, home, do what you have bro, to do. <laughs> that's, to that's, so, that's not practical. <laughs> I DC. When I tell you, like, I don't care shit somewhere else. Take that shit on somewhere else. And I ain't doing it to you. And I'm six one. <laughs> okay? Eating all the time. You know what I'm saying? And I, don't, I ain't doing that to y'all. No, that you go home. That's why you have wild. private quarters to shit. And whatever else you need to do in the bathroom. Yeah, for it's, me, I have a, a shitting ritual, so I don't want to do it around anyone ever. So it's like if I'm at someone's house and it's like, all right, what's about that time? I'm like, I'm going to see you later, you know, or tomorrow. I don't want to talk about it. Like, I'm uncomfortable I'm not going to say now. that. I'm just saying it's time for me to go. <laughs> That's so what I I'm uncomfortable. I will say I'm impressed by people that don't care and will do it anywhere. Like, even when we were... <laughs> impressed, you say. Impressed in the way of like, wow, like... That's interesting. When we were uh, in production for our Target thing, there was this guy that it fit his morning shit. Like that was cutting into his schedule and he definitely blew it up every day. And I was like, wow. It's a, and you see Mandy's studio. That bathroom is in the kitchen. There is no fan in that bathroom? Okay. It's, it's I would never use it. Why no, would you use that bathroom if it's there in the is, kitchen? There's Plan no your day. Vent. In that bathroom, <laughs> that, the air literally goes one way in that bathroom. And everybody is there because it's by the entrance. So everyone's coming in and out. There's a couch where people are sitting, talking, congregating around the food. Like, And he would come like clockwork. I was like, I mean, can't hate the man. He, yes, you can. He's more concerned about his health. Then, you know what? You can do things like walk past and, and hold your nose. You know, you can be visibly affected. Like, oh, <laughs> you can say things like, oh, it got in my mouth. You know, what I'm saying? Like, you know, to let people know that you are, you know, a little put off. <laughs> what are you going to do if you're on the plane and someone shits and you can smell it? Like I sleep on bad. flights. Oh, yeah. See, I'll be asleep. And if I have to be up, hopefully I won't be sitting by the fucking shitter anyway. You know, but, some, but that don't just mean you in the back. Because think about it. Most planes have one right. in the front, one in the back anyway. So. That air just be going yeah. around. Because I remember being on a flight one time being like, why does it smell like diapers? And I don't I know. And that, but Asante <laughs> and Fran, don't you guys think, and I, I don't know how we got on this tangent, but don't you guys think that like you make preparations? When I'm in the airport, literally, I go to the bathroom before I get on the plane. You know what I'm saying? I plan my meals for the yes. day so that I don't have those urges. I'm not eating heavy like that before I get on a fucking four and a half, five hour, six hour flight. You know, and I'm not I can't even imagine do that. pooping on a flight. I'm sorry. I'm well, I to the birds. Cause what do you think is going when you flush? We travel. <laughs> so imagine someone that don't really travel or have that concept <laughs> of I'm going to be up for two hours, four hours or whatever. And then they just, you know, it hits them, but that's I'm probably not, that bathroom be too small for me anyway. And it's, it's the air, it's the airplane bathroom. So that's probably how we got mean ass like, birds like vultures and bald <laughs> eagles and shit from you motherfuckers shitting on planes and the shit falling out, turning the best of birds villain origin story. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> a motherfucker took a shit on American Airlines flight five eight seven. 
<laughs> and next thing you knew, it's like, they were attacking, attacking humans a lot That's more it, this yeah. year. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We are Slapping so, the shit out of you with a wing. <laughs> you know, we sound so crazy. We sound like when kids need to go to sleep and they're just talking <laughs> Say, crazy. Saying any damn thing. For <laughs> real. You need nap. But don't shit around me. <laughs> I still cannot believe that. You can. I love y'all. You know what I'm saying? I ain't tripping about that. I'm talking oh, about he made you can't believe it because I was like, I can't. Oh, y'all, y'all can believe it too. But you, <laughs> know, <laughs> you think I'm finna have a lover shitting over here? Now, when I was in a relationship, you know. Right, when y'all seeing each other every day, all day. There'd be times where there may be a little bit of overlap, but even then, every precaution was taken. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like no personal thing. But what happens when you live together? Separate bathrooms. And y'all seeing each... Okay, so it's a separate bathroom. Do it at work, do it at the gym. The gym is another reason to work out. You're in a relationship anyway, you need to get your ass in the gym. (laughs) And then you can do the number two there. (laughs) Dustin is ridiculous. I'm serious. Call it what you want, but I do not want to be smelling nobody's funky. I mean, you're ass. right. You know what I'm saying? an infection from using all the other stranger public restrooms because you wouldn't let them use your restroom. I wouldn't be with no nasty ass bitch shitting in public <laughs> restrooms anyway. You should have another clean the uh, StockX and Goat verified bathroom for use. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? At your disposal. I'll be I'd be judging you at the at the gym like here he go taking his morning <laughs> oh shit again. God. Just like you was judging that nigga at the studios, but you don't want to tell nobody. <laughs> I'd be okay. crying. I'd be crying if that was like the random one that decided to start listening to our show and he's listening this week. It's like, oh, oh, well, shit, shit. Wally, Wally in the bathroom. I bet it you listening in the morning. I bet you listening in the morning. <laughs> it wasn't Reggie at five before he came. It was me. not Reggie. No, what's well, up, I don't know who I don't know when Reggie. <laughs> okay, so with that being said, what a segue. I just want to do an update on last week's Black Business where we discussed Empress Maine. Remember yes, the EmpressMaine.com, yes. which is a beauty supply, a digital beauty supply that at Melanin Hippie told us about. It's her company. So apparently the discount code does still work. It's still mm. active. So the code is friendzone and you can get 20% off of your order. How bomb is right. that? So if you need to re-up, right? If you need to re-up on some leave-in, some deep, some deep conditioning. She has hair bundles. They have um, edge control. You name it, whatever you need to re-up. Y'all see, I finally took my braids out. Yeah, uh, they was good. looking. They was looking crazy. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> <in the> time. <laughs> it's time, girl. Wash that hair. So I re-upped. I had my my grooming this weekend. So if you, it's one of those weekends for you too, here's a good option with a nice discount code. Once again, that's Empress Maine. E M P R E S S M A N E dot com. Let them know we sent you. Shout out to y'all. And that's it for the Black Business Update of the week. Let's get into the recap segment. Last week's episode titled Cheryl Lee Underwood. Thank you. That was a collective effort with that name, but it was Asante. Was it Fred? Was it Fred? You said thank you, Asante. Was it? Thank you, Asante. So it was a shoot this shit episode. We had come back off of a week off um, and, you know, wanted to kind of ease back in. There was no hot button, no segments, just whatever wanted to come out. And as usual, those of you listening had a lot to say. Who stood out to you, Asante? 
Um, I want to shout out to you all on the SoundCloud streets, even those of you trying it. But to the special <laughs> someone that I would like to pick this week, <laughs> Shauna. Shauna says, I love Black Touch, LMAO. And that was oh just took me God, out. Oh my God, y'all's messages had That Black rolling. Touch moment was just so crazy. I don't even know how we did anything last week after that because <laughs> it was crazy. But shout out to y'all for enjoying that moment as much as I did. Fran, what did you find out in the streets? <laughs> My favorite was people tweeting that they knew, they was like, did you see the meme of the girl with her back to us? She was like, because I already knew what Black Touch was. The <laughs> <laughs> no. people was like, not me knowing. I just um, wasn't okay. connecting. I wasn't making any sort of connection connections. Okay, <laughs> so Black Touch, duh. Y'all are so damn funny. So I'm actually in the gated community this week. And Jasmine Nicole Williams says, y'all making me feel grateful for my family. <laughs> we be all the good vibes. Thanksgiving, every adult pulls their weight and most importantly, can cook. And I'm happy for you, Jasmine. I feel like I don't hear that enough. It, not just the second this deep job. I mean, we don't hear that enough. Probably want a cracker. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, we were being Scrooges. It was nice to hear someone so say, So what you think I we got love... to say about that then? If you already know we negative. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> nah, I'm just playing. That's beautiful, love. That's beautiful. It is beautiful. And I'm glad that you had a good time. Send us some pictures of the plates. Um, what about you, Dustin? What did you find on the Twitter streets? Um, First of all, I want to give a shout out to... Where is it? Hold on one second. Oh, right here. Shout out to um, Becca is resting at Latina Scribbles. <laughs> who said one time, <laughs> Becca is resting, okay? She said one time, look at Dustin from at Friends on Pod, said Ed Sheeran looked like he just got done mowing the lawn. Uh, I can't ever <laughs> unsee it. Well, yeah. so I just want to say thank you for that. Um, also, I want to give a shout out to Kyle Griffin, Kyle Griffin one. He's an executive producer at, um, for MSNBC. And he tweeted the house judiciary GOP deleted the tweet. And of course, tweeters are all too fast and they saved the tweet before it got deleted. And what he was mm. referring to was uh -oh. a tweet from the official house judiciary GOP account. That's at judiciary GOP who tweeted Kanye period, Elon period, Trump period. They tweeted that from the GOP account. What? And as you can see, if you're on Patreon, hi, hey, Patreon. Thank you, Patreon. <laughs> and Discord. And everybody, hell. But if you're on Patreon, look, you can see it says what? This tweet has been deleted. But wow. as you can see, everybody screenshotted Yikes. it. So they on their bullshit and they're getting more blatant and bold with it right now. So I love it that people are calling them out with the call out. I also want to give a shout out and a get well soon to Tangible Spirit, who is black, uh, a Rican chick, B-L-A-C-K-A-R-I-C-A-N-C-H-I-C, -I -I um, who tweeted, I'm at home isolating with COVID. And when Look at Dustin said, it's wild that turkeys get hot bread stuffed up their ass cavity. I almost hacked up my whole lung. <laughs> I was glad to bring a little sunshine to your life, you know? So thank you for that. <laughs> That's definitely good too. I'm at the second last week. Mm. Oh, man. Thank you. Yeah, yes. I was craving turkey it. wings. Um, Ooh. So random, right? Well, you know who used to make some really good like turkey necks or still probably does? Who? Kia. 
Kia really? can cook. Yeah. Kia makes some bomb ass. T- Her and Jay need to have a cook off. Kia need to bring it back to the kitchen. I'm going to just go in <laughs> and say it. They need to do yeah. some vid- some cooking videos on their Patreon. Follow their yes. Patreon to get in grown podcast. Jay um, cooked for me last week. Mm-hmm. When I tell you that, that food rib. was oh, so good. Can't even imagine. I said, Jay, you, you know, know I'll say it. a lot of things about you and do, you know. <laughs> But one thing I ain't never gonna take away from you is your food. <laughs> you can I don't even make jokes about her food being nasty because it's, oh, it's so good. Because it's so far from true. It is so good. I'll tell you the truth. Now she that's a cooking ass, okay? So, so damn good. thank you, Jay, to all Jay's. I saw her to send me a, a oxtail <laughs> recipe. Oh, you know what? Speaking of Since what is this book? Holds on. I got this. Friend, new, we gotta go have um, oxtails together, friend. We gotta well, I gotta we come do. out there when just I so come we can get back. some oxtails. Some, no, cause... we ain't getting out here. No, we oh, going not... to New York proper. Cause ain't, ain't no special Portland spices on the oxtails out there. Is you know, ooh, slim mm. <laughs> pickings. There's one uh... spot. There is one spot. I'm not gonna act like there's nothing, but but having just one spot is rough when you grew up in New York. Um, mm. Yep. But where is this cookbook? So I bought this cookbook. This um, you classic cookbook. <laughs> no, I don't know who that is. <laughs> oh, Quad from the re- no. <laughs> they um I got this this <laughs> traditional Puerto Rican cookbook, Ooh. y'all. It Ooh. is so good. I have to tell y'all, hold on. I was looking through it and I was like, oh my God, I have never been this excited. Why can't I find it? I know I sent it to um mm-hmm. I sent it to Crystal and oh damn it. Oh, here it is. It's called Diasporican, a Puerto Rican cookbook by Ileana Masonet or mm-hmm. Masonette. Y'all get that. Loaded, loaded. If you are looking to cook more traditional meals and try different cultures, this is it. Like the way that she was breaking down the recipes, it felt like my grandmother had written a cookbook. Oh, like for real all fan? her little tips and tricks and the different seasonings she would make on her own as opposed to going to the store to buy certain things. I mean, down to making the coquito. You know, Caribbean people oh, love I a coquito. Love coquito. I mean, I'll be getting drunk as hell off coquito. <laughs> it is coquito, by the way. It's coquito. All season. listeners, it is coquito season. If it you is got the best coquito, coquito season. So when I saw Brooklyn, that she even had a recipe for coquito, the real way to do it, she had a recipe for flan. She has a recipe for pernil. For arroz con gandule, which is like Puerto Rican staple. So I'm so excited because one of the things that I regretted was that I didn't get my grandmother's recipes written down Mm -hmm. or recorded or something, you know. But she was Mm -hmm. also the type of grandma that she didn't fuck with people being in the kitchen. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, you see sweet grandmas are like, come, let me show you. Mm -hmm. She's like, no, get get out. Yeah. (laughs) She had 10 kids. She wasn't playing with 10. <laughs> she had no type had of time. Get done. Yeah. Okay. So I didn't, you know, I wish, but this kind of mm. just like made my whole Brought you weekend close to that. Yeah. so excited to, to be able to like whip things up proper, like the way they do back in the land. So check it out. Diasporican is such a dope cookbook. So that's dope I as hell, actually. To, I know. I'm so excited. That's going to be like, one of my biggest projects over break is just mm-hmm. learning more traditional meals, you know, especially mm-hmm. since I've been out of the loop with eating a lot of traditional meals for the past couple of years. I kind of want to tap back into that. Um, Haitian food. Break too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Haitian food. I need to get a good Haitian 
cookbook if any up. of y'all have. <laughs> I've been, I'm been grieving. So I'm about to start letting it out. Okay. Oh, I believe you. I believe you. If anyone has a good Asian cookbook to, uh, to suggest for me or to even Dominican ones too, please send them my way. That's going to be like my little project over the, over the break. I'm excited okay. to just cook and sleep and hike and just be as granola as I possibly can be. But with all that being said, this week's episode is a Dustin Ross production. It absolutely is. Let it us know what we're is. getting into this week. Um. So does the name Lori Vallow mean anything to you? Or even no. Lori, Lori, Lori Daybell? No. Okay. Vallow slash Daybell. Mm-mm. Well... We're doing true crime if you ain't figured it out yet. Okay, okay I figured. Um, it's just about a story that I actually. So this was a suggestion from my sister. Shout out to my sister. Y'all know my sister. Hi. And she was like, um, "If you guys are doing true crime again anytime soon, you need to cover this shit." She's like, "Why haven't you said anything about this?" And so I was like, "You know what? You are absolutely right." Um, I don't know if you guys remember, but back in December of 2019, it was like a big to do a big kerfuffle. Okay. In the news and in the media about this woman and her husband and they missing kids. Remember they couldn't find them kids. And oh, they popped up. Oh mm-hmm. yes. It was a little girl and a little boy. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Okay. This I is that story. That. So there's a documentary on, mm-hmm. cause remember the people were found like busted over in Hawaii, but they had been living in Idaho. It was like all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And so as she wouldn't talk about where the kids were or whatever, well, we found out where the kids were and where the kids were was buried in the backyard in the quote unquote pet cemetery behind her husband's house who had neither one of their goddamn daddy Jesus. who had been married since two, since 1990 to a woman. That went missing too. Oh my gosh. That he got married to Lori a week after. So as you can see, there's a lot more layers to this mm-hmm. that I really want to expose. I didn't even know that part. For a lot of reasons. And we finna fucking talk about it. Um, the documentary that is um that I'm referring to is actually on Netflix and it's called Sins of Our Mother. That's the one I saw. Yeah, and it's three episodes long. After my sister got through um lovingly cussing me out for not watching it. I've set my ass down and watched it, you know? (laughs) And I was so happy that I did. And then after I watched the documentary, I had so many questions that I started doing a lot more research. And I was like, we're absolutely going to talk about this. So let's take it back. Um, As I said previously, this is a story of Lori Vallow Daybell. Um, She was married four (laughs) times, then got married a fifth time. Okay. And so Lori Vallow Daybell is her name. And she was the mother of uh, Colby, as well as Tylee Ryan and Joshua J.J. Vallow, who she adopted with her la- her fourth husband, Charles, who came mm. up dead. Anyway, but let's get back into the background story, because there's so many parts of what happened prior to the public being alerted that these children were missing. That is so relevant to this story and to what we ended up finding out in the end. So let's take a walk down memory lane. <laughs> Okay, so Lori Vallow, okay, in December of 2019, the world learned that her two kids, Joshua uh, J.J. Vallow, that was his nickname, J.J., um, and his sister, Tylee Ryan, were missing, okay? Mm. And remember, the mama and daddy, who we thought was the daddy, 
were just not answering any questions whatsoever about the whereabouts of these children. People were begging and pleading for them. She was issued a certain amount of time to present the children after arrest warrants had been issued and she failed to do that and ended up here today, Con. She got locked up. Okay, because she didn't <laughs> present them fucking kids. So let's get to the bottom of what happened, shall we? Like, girl. Um, so once we found out the kids were missing, like I said, a really, really um, special and complicated story that went across multiple states, multiple law enforcement agencies. It has unfolded and ensued. So now we're going to go down the timeline of events of what the hell happened regarding these children. Once uh, this scandal made its way to public view, we learned that Lori Daybell, Lori Vallow Daybell, um, and Chad Daybell were married. And those were the two people who were accused of not presenting their children, you know, to the public masses. But prior to that, um, in March 9th, uh, March, on March 9th, I should say, of 1990, in Manti, Utah, um, Chad and Tammy Daybell were married. Chad is the husband and a couple of the people who wouldn't present the children, right? But he was married prior to his marriage to Lori. He was married to a woman named Terry De- Tammy Daybell, and they were married since 1990, okay? They had five grown-ass children, and they moved Damn. to their home in Salem, Idaho in 2015, okay? So they had been married for 25 years at that point. Um, and Tammy worked as a school librarian. She was an avid runner, healthy, you know what I'm saying? And they were heavily steeped into the LDS church, the church of Latter-day Saints. Okay. Mm -hmm. This is critically important to this story. Um, uh, Lori, whose last name was Ryan in 2006, she married her fourth husband, Charles Vallow. So she went from being Lori Ryan to Lori Vallow in 2006. Um, and she entered that marriage with her son, Colby, who was older and her daughter, Tylee. Okay. Who was the daughter with her third husband, Joseph Ryan Jr. Now it's important to note her third husband, Joseph Ryan Jr. Because there were several allegations of abuse, physical abuse, um, toward Lori herself and physical and sexual abuse to her son, her oldest son, Colby. Oh, shit. Okay? Nope. And when he, Colby is, uh, he's does several interviews in the documentary on Netflix where he says that his mom, when he shared with his mom the sexual things that were going on in the home at the time, um, his mom just kind of froze up and he felt like he did something wrong. And it further, like, shifted the dynamic in their relationship, which all, it was already weird because... Colby was Lori's son from her second marriage. Her very mm-hmm. first marriage, she was 19 years old. Um, it was a very quick whirlwind marriage, and it wasn't healthy. Then she married Colby's dad, which also wasn't healthy. Had him, moved on to her third husband, moved on to her fourth. Moved <laughs> on, okay? Um, so, like I said, at this time, she is married to um, Charles Vallow. He is the uh, husband whom, with whom she adopted his biological nephew, J.J. So their fourth son, J.J., or their youngest son, J.J., who was one of the two missing children, was actually adopted um, into their family. He was her husband, Charles's biological nephew, okay? Mm. But they adopted him and raised him as their own. Um, and he's also the grandson of Charles's sister, Kay Woodcock. Okay, and she's married to Larry Woodcock. Now, me, I'm immature. As soon as I heard their last names, Woodcock, you know what I started thinking about? Erections and, and dick jokes. You know what I'm saying? Dick jokes. That's what I started thinking about. But I just wanted to put that on the world. You know what I'm saying? I'm being honest. Okay. Wow. This guy. So sometime in 2014, 
the Valos, who was Lori and her husband, Charles, they moved to the island of Kauai in Hawaii, okay? And they operated a small business on the island and then moved back to the mainland in 2016 and 2017. Now, the reason for all of this goddamn moving, um, they moved from Arizona to Hawaii and then back to Arizona, was because Lori was really, really heavily steeped into this later day, Latter-day Saints church, or LDS, as they like to call it. She was very involved with, like, podcasts that were centered around information with this church and like supernatural religious experiences um, and very, very, very deeply involved in um, conversations surrounding extremist views from the Church of Latter-day Saints. Okay, so she wasn't just a regular, you know, no makeup, knee length skirt. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't that. (laughs) This was like. I'm in full communication with this angel all the time. And now I'm not sleeping at night because the angels are visiting me and suggesting that I do this to move the work forward with the temple of new Jerusalem. And I, she thought she was like a deity, right? She Mm. really, she believed this about herself. And because of that, she was seeking out all this different information um, connected to those sort of extremist views within the church of Latter-day Saints, which is already heavily steeped in racism accusations of racism and very conservative views any damn way. We're out in Arizona, Utah, Idaho. This is the spaces, the states that she was occupying, saying that the Lord was talking to her and telling her they had to go to this place to do the work and do go to that place to do the work. Um, and so, like I said, she was moving through husbands like, you know, draws. Okay. <laughs> um, and so they found themselves out there and then back in Arizona. Okay. So while they lived in Arizona, Tylee's father, the one who was accused of abusing her uh, brother, who was Lori's oldest son, Colby, mm -hmm, he died on April 3rd. Cause of death was with a heart attack. He was cremated and no other information was available about his death. Well, almost one year before um, the announcement of the cases, so back in 2018, right around the time of that death, um, Chad and Lori made their first public appearances together. So let me give you a little bit of background. Chad, who became Lori's husband later on in life, was an author and a, a, a person who, again, was heavily steeped in these views and these beliefs, high ranking within the church and and but had started a, a series of fictional novels based on um, characters in a universe that kind of was centered around the Church of LDS and the Bible itself. And he started to believe that his books, his novels, which were popular, were scripture. And he thought that he was prophesying (laughs) and writing scripture and that he was going to lead. lead, He was going to do what other people um, have pinned on Jesus. You know what I'm saying? Leading everybody into the new Jerusalem temple system of things, whatever they believed in. He thought that he was going to be the one. And so he wrote all these books. um, And like I said, he wanted them to be viewed almost in the same held in the same regard as like the book of Mormon, you know how that wow. is viewed as a, yeah, that's when what he was, was like pushing. a chosen one. Mm-hmm. Right. Interesting. And oh, because boy. Lori was already, you know, attaching herself to that on that. And mm-hmm, <laughs> she and him started communicating with each other. He was fully married. He was. <laughs> well, you know, they had to make an appearance. <laughs> it's probably them goddamn Mormons. That's a, that's how this how they get you. Shit. We know what you're saying, motherfucker. Yeah, I'm saying it. I ain't scared of y'all uh, ankle skirt wearing asses. Now, listen, here's the thing. 
<laughs> you know, Mormon women look like they work at UPS. <laughs> okay. And then brown, brown what long skirts. Say, but UPS anyway. was not it. Okay. So, <laughs> so y'all peep this because this is like so messy, right? So he was supposed to be this, you know, whatever deity and shit. She thought she was too. Obviously, like they met each other and like they had like a flame and shit and they started like getting into conversation together and they started fucking around. Right. So after they started. So they started doing like appearances on podcasts together because they matched each other's fire as far as like this extreme shit that actually psychologically like they're crazy. Something was wrong with them. And as I get deeper into the story, you'll see. But they were so toxic for each other. They found each other and entered into a relationship, a secret relationship, because like I said, he had been married since 1990. Um, she had been married for years as well. And they entered into this nasty ass Mormon relationship where, you know, they were appearing as if they were these, you know, Mormon scholars who had these, you know, new ideas and, you know, thought leaders and shit within their group. But they really was fucking around. As they start fucking around, Chad Daybell has this system that he has decided that he has been ordained and and given the gift from the Lord to to. Hit this what he said, Pete. Mm-hmm. This to recognize and rate people's spirits, okay? okay? From light, from light to dark. And you had you had like D6, D5, D4, D3, Stop D2, it. D1, L1, L2, L3, L4, L5, L6. And on that, wow. that ranking system, he would rank whether people's spirits were dark or light. And if you had a dark spirit, they thought that you were a zombie. And possessed by like a demon, like a demon was occupying your body and you had basically died and someone else, some demonic spirit was occupying your body as a vessel. Right. And you needed to die <gasps> in order to go away. Right. Whoa. So him and Tammy start fucking around and shit. Um, later on, they find these. There's so much to this story, you guys. Um, they find these emails from him to, to not him and Tammy. They find these emails from him to Lori. Right. Telling her, ranking all the people in her life. And telling her the rankings of their spirits, including her children. Oh, no. Oh, oh no, God. No, 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 I see no, no, where no. you're going now. Okay. Including happened. her children, her son, her. Um, Lori actually had brothers, right? Mm-hmm. One of her brothers, uh, his name was Alex Cox, C O X. Woodcock and Cox are the names in this story about these Mormons. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> He was a stand-up comedian that she ended up pulling over into this crazy-ass shit, too. And But when I say crazy-ass shit, I'm not religion-shaming people or belief-shaming anybody. I'm a person who believes in religious, what is it, amnesty or whatever. Everybody can, you know, everybody can, you can believe whatever you want to believe. I don't give a damn, as long as you keep it to yourself. Don't be yelling it to me on the street. Right, Don't be right. knocking on as my door. Respect yeah, yeah. respect yeah. everybody's space and believe what they want. I am by no means, you know, telling people not to go to church or any of right. that shit. But this shit was very extreme to where something was wrong with these people. Okay, let's dial it back. When her husband, her ex-husband, Joseph, was accused of, you know, the sexual abuse and all that other stuff. Lori then went on to do interviews on these podcasts where she was saying that she was going to murder him. She she had been pushed to the brink where she felt like she was going to murder him because she was so angry and shit. But then she would draw her. She drew herself closer to the Lord and the temple and the work that had to be done. And that's how she brought herself up out of that. After she left that man before he died and shit, she went and got married to Charles. When she got married to Charles, he had all the money. You know what I'm saying? He was able to like help her out because she was dead hair or whatever. She had, um, 
she had two children at that point, her oldest son, Kobe, and then her daughter, Tylee. They were supposed to be together forever. She left him um, and then was doing hair, found her, her fourth husband, Charles, the one that ended up. Well, I'll get to that. She found her fourth husband, Charles, who came in, took care of her, married her, raised the two children, and they adopted his nephew as their third child, to, you know, together or whatever. <clears throat> Charles was never really into, like, the, the spiritual shit that she was into, mm-hmm. but he played along, you know what I'm saying? Because he loved her, and he was a good father and husband and right. a good provider for their family. But he never really was into it. Um her so as she's doing all that and getting with Charles, she has this new invigorated like sense of life. She um went to she was on Wheel of Fortune. She said that God told her she was going to be on Wheel of Fortune or whatever, and so she went and was a contestant on Wheel of Fortune, um, and that was a big deal for her. And then she did like a fitness competition, also <laughs> or Miss Arizona, some shit like that. Yeah, she was saying she did that. She was like stepping out doing that shit, but still heavily steeped in her beliefs and shit, right? <laughs> And so Charles let her do all that. So then, so wait, hold on. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Just really <laughs> random. Was it like helping her cause that she was appearing on these shows? Was she like saying like, "Oh, see, I told y'all I was gonna be on TV," and then it's like she was on Wheel of Fortune. She talked to everyone in her life as if she knew what the fuck she was talking about, and she had a as if she knew it all. You know how them people are, them zealots. You know how they are when they think they got it figured out and they'll tell you, I don't know who's putting the doubts in your mind, but the Lord told me and said that we are going to go through the fire. You know, all that other shit. (laughs) So they were like heavy into that. So much happened, you guys. So um, her mother is in the documentary. Her name is Janice. Um, she is totally in denial and delusion to this day about who her daughter was and is, um, and and refuses to look at it for what it is. Um, (laughs) her oldest son, Kobe (laughs) meets this girl named Kaylee, right? Becomes his girlfriend, love of his life. They start dating in college, like the freshman year in college, um, his mother can't stand her. And Kaylee always felt like your mama is crazy. You know what I'm saying? Something's up with your mama. Kaylee was a Christian. Yep, she was a Christian. They are Mormons. So his Mm. mom felt like she was trying to pull him to the Christian, you know, faith or whatever, Uh away from this Mormon faith. Um, And Kaylee said that she always felt like the mama was just in direct competition with her for like Colby's love and affection. Every (laughs) decision was like a fight about something. And she would say weird ass shit to Kaylee. Like, well, you know, Jesus loves you, but he loves me more. I hope you know that. Like she would say shit like that. Yeah. (laughs) Kaylee would be like, all right, bitch. Like whatever. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So then once Kaylee and Kobe got married, the mama totally just started being a total bitch. Like mean to Kobe, um, but really clean to him at the same time. Cold as hell to Kaylee or whatever. And Kaylee just always felt like his mama was crazy. You know what I'm saying? Not even giving it time of day. So, um, oh, so much happens, y'all. So... (laughs) The mother ends up telling the fa- the husband, Charles, at the time that you are not even who you say you are anymore. Our, our marriage is over. Um, you're a demon named Ned, Neil, Ned, some, let's just say Flanders. It was Ned something. Not, but uh, yeah, yeah, Ned something. And she was like, you know, we're just waiting on you to die. I know you're going to die. We're just waiting on you to die because you're going to die or whatever. What the fuck? Um, and so the brother was in on it as well. I told y'all she had pulled him into the shenanigans and shit. And 
um, long story short, there's so much that happens, y'all. Long story short, the first <laughs> thing that happens, she has a niece who she also has pulled into this faith shit, right? The niece has a husband who is not into this and they're going through a divorce. Um, the husband calls the police because somebody in a Jeep pulled up and tried to shoot uh, at him or whatever what? and didn't hit him, right? So he calls the police. He's like, if somebody in a Jeep, the only pe- people I know who could have did this, you know, my um, my ex, my ex, soon-to-be ex-wife, her aunt is really into some crazy weird shit. Um, and she just had a death of her husband mysteriously like a couple weeks ago. Because guess what happened a couple weeks prior to this, y'all? Charles went over to the house that Lori was occupying because she left him and said that she didn't want to be around him or whatever. She went over to the house to pick the son up or whatever. Got into an argument with her brother, Alex, and ended up dead, shot in the chest on the floor. We hear the 911 call where her brother Alex calls the police to tell them that, you know, I just got in an argument. I shot to shoot somebody in self-defense. He's super calm. They're like, can you do CPR on the person? Are they in distress? He's like, I don't know how to do that. She's like, I can walk you through it. Telling them what to do. He's like, okay, super nonchalant. You can tell he's not actually doing what he said oh, he was doing. Oh, Jesus Christ. So he dies. Lori um, starts doing interviews and he's though Alex starts telling everybody that the guy pulled a bat on him be, because of a dispute between him and his sister and he had to shoot him in self-defense. Tylee, the daughter, corroborates that story because her mama and them obviously have brainwashed her into thinking that these people are bad. You know what I mean? Right. She's only 16, 17 years old. Don't you know that <laughs> <laughs> like you left? Don't you know? You said, Don't you know that all this stuff, had, right? So he's dead. Charles is dead. Prior to that, it had been a bunch of other shit um, that happened before where um, he was traveling for work. Um, and he discovered that she was having an affair with the Chad man. And he was Charles, the guy Charles that she killed. Prior to his death, he was traveling for work. She went to the airport, took his truck, um, put it like, hid it, took all his money went to the police station and said that he had been physically abusive to her. There's That's there's video that. footage of her in the police office with her daughter, Tylee, lying her ass off and totally watching as DeRay, shout out to DeRay, DeRay McKesson, um, who says, watch whiteness work, because that's literally what was happening. Mm. Right. The officers were telling her, it was so crazy, y'all. The officers were telling her literally, well, he's saying that you have mental issues and they're going to try to do a hole for you. So if you don't want to do it and have to participate in that, just don't not answer the door when the police come. This is the police telling her this, not to answer the door when they come, um, you know, and just like really walk to walk Must her out. Must be up. nice. Right. <laughs> so Whoa. crazy because there's literally body cam footage from the officer's um, visit to the home when Charles, her now deceased husband, called them to come there and was telling them, listen, I feel like my wife has lost her mind. She took the kids from me. She's saying that, you know, that I'm going to die and she's a god. And it sounds crazy to these officers, right? But now it's haunting to watch because it's literally what happened. Okay? Right. She's fucking crazy, bro. And she got away That's with crazy. it because the police supported this woman. So I'm trying right. to speed up because there's so many layers to this, y'all. But um, so all that happens, her husband is dead, right? 
Then her niece, who's deep into this shit with her and trying to get away from her partner, is divorcing her, divorcing her husband, right? Mm-hmm. Her niece's husband says somebody came in a Jeep and tried to shoot him. Mm-hmm. These are serial killers. <laughs> and it's and it's so much more. Guess who the damn the goddamn Jeep was registered to? Charles. Charles. Oh, the husband. Charles who, who is who? Dead. Mm-hmm. Been dead. Yep. Okay. So that's one thing. So oh Brandon, God. Brandon gets the fuck on, right? Um <laughs> Chad, okay. His wife, who he's been married to since 1990. Said, hey, y'all, I was outside in the front yard and somebody came over here and tried to shoot me with a BB gun. I started yelling. Yeah, this is insane. I started yelling um, for my husband, Chad, or whatever. And, and he goes back trying to get the guy or whatever the fuck happened. Don't you know that was really that brother that was trying to kill her or whatever? Because Chad and Lori thought that these zombie people, according to that list of ranking, right, that he provided, had to be killed in order for the plan to move forward um, by a certain date. I think it was um, like September 12th, 2028, some this shit. They thought scary. the world was going to end and that in order for them to cross over into the other side and and, and be a part they of whatever. They had to carry out these missions. You and know be what's married scary? now to be locked in people- for eternity. But you know what's scary that we like walk past people that believe things like this. Mm-hmm. You know, you... you shop in stores you drive in the highway next to like it's they're providing scary. services to us. she was a hairstylist they're putting oh their hands God. in our heads and scalps okay these are the people you wonder why these voting elections and these election numbers look so crazy and why people are voting for a a, a fucking doofus like hers like uh herschel walker oh my god because it's so these amazing. type of motherfuckers taking up space anyway Mm. There's more. <laughs> Don't you know, not too long later, the wife ended up dead. Talking about she died in the home, um, just died. You know, she was fully healthy, 49 years old. She just died. Just died. Died. He got about $430,000 in life insurance money for her, right? Holy shit. Jesus. When Charles died, when uh, Lori's brother killed Charles... Let me tell you this. He had a million dollar insurance policy. Oh, my not God. even like two days later or some shit. She called trying to collect on it. He had changed the beneficiary. So she didn't get the hundred thousand dollars. I mean, the, the million dollars. But they have text messages of her texting Chad, the nigga she married, saying um, that it didn't. she didn't get the money. But she is going to get the four grand a month for, I guess, like, you know, Social Security or whatever mm-hmm. after his death and shit. Right. So now we have yeah. documentation that they was trying to get this money from them and shit. Shout out so, to him for being smart and switching that up last minute. <laughs> because he knew it was a scam. So or right. he knew everything that was going on. So Lori had another brother yeah. who actually knew she was crazy and was working with Charles to try to get some police involved or some of the authorities involved to get this taken care of because Uh-oh. it was starting to get out of control. Motherfuckers popping up dead and shit. You know what I'm saying? Then, not even like 12 or 13 days after the nigga's wife died, mind you, they got grown-ass children. Oh, let me back it up. So Charles, who Lori had married and her brother killed, he has sons, right? When he died, 
Now, I told you Lori was real nonchalant in the interviews, and you can see all this in the documentary. They have actual video footage of her interviews where she is so nonchalant, whatever. She texted his sons like, um, hey, your dad died today. Um, they're going oh through all the stuff God, or whatever. Just know he loved you, and I did too. Love you. And that's, they're like, what happened? Like, blah, blah, blah. She becomes unresponsive. They're like, Lori, what the fuck happened to our father? You can't tell us that our dad is dead. And she's like, oh, I'm putting JJ to bed. I'm waiting for the, the other report to come back. I don't have any answers right now, but just know we're going through this all as a family or whatever. Really evasive. What? Never giving them any Imagine texting someone that someone passed. It's crazy. They're parents. So, yes. So then... The wife ends up dead. Chad's wife ended up dead. Don't you know about 12 days later, Chad and Lori on the goddamn beach in Hawaii, the place where she had moved with the other guy and then moved back to Arizona. She took him out there to Kauai to get married. Videos, pictures pop up of them with motherfucking ukuleles and lays on the beach, <laughs> dancing, doing it, melikaliki maka, doing the dances no. and shit. <laughs> Days after he buried his wife of how many years? Months after her husband of how many years is cut is killed, How right? Scary. No kids in sight. People start asking questions about where the motherfucking kids at. You know what I'm saying? Where are the kids? Like the brother is asking, like, where's my sister? You know what I'm saying? Blah, blah, blah. Kay Woodcock, the nigga's sister, the nigga's, you know, uh sister or whatever that was the grandmama of the little boy. She started asking questions like, where is JJ? I ain't seen him. I ain't talked to him. Like, where is Taylor? Where are the kids at? Like, can Uh you tell us where they are? That's when the mama started telling everybody, oh, they're fine. They're here. They're there. They're there. They're like, well, can they call me? Whatever. She's texting people back. Um, from Tylee, the daughter's phone, as if it's the girl texting. Stop people know it's bullshit because the text isn't worded right and worded the same and spelled correctly. Long story short. Kay Woodcock motherfucking ass in a wellness check out there to the apartment that Lori had moved into. They get out there. Lori brother got an apartment out there. Lori niece got an apartment all in the same complex, right? All the people that send that shit with her, and they right. all moved to this one complex. They're like, where are the kids? Lori's like, um, they're with um, their grandmother, Kay, down in Louisiana. And they're like, that's odd because that's actually who called and sent us here and shit. And she was like, well, they're not with her. The um, Tylee's at school and my son is down in uh, wherever with my friend Melanie. The friend Melanie called them. So, of course, the police called Melanie um, and find it later on. They find a text that Chad has sent to me like, hey, the police department is going to call you. Don't tell him, you know, don't tell him nothing or whatever. So she's like, what the fuck is this? Melanie starts cooperating with the police immediately. They record the conversation when she calls like, why would you tell the police that I have JJ? I don't have him. They're like, well, we knew that someone who knew what you know, would, I, I needed somebody to tell them because I didn't want them to know where he really was. She was like, well, is he OK? Like, where is he or whatever? Why would you say that? Well, you're my friend and I think you would know. And she was like, that's not a friend to tell them that, I, you know, have your son and I don't. Where's your fucking son, bitch? Right, she didn't girl. say that, but that's what that was. The, the <laughs> right. So. She get to lie and telling everybody a different story. Also, when Charles died, she told everybody different stories about how he died. She told his school. She told JJ's school that Charles committed suicide. She told the son, Colby, that Charles had a heart attack. Um, she told the son something else. So she's lying to everybody about how the Charles died. Now she's lying about where the kids are. 
now that the scene is starting to pick up story, pick up scene, people are asking all these questions and shit. Now the police get involved, start investigating. Ooh. Find out all this stuff, find all this communication about and all this coded language. Um, and they really start asking questions about where the kids are. Um, the last photo of Tylee was from Yellowstone National Park. She was the daughter that was 16 and that almost 17. Um, that was from Yellowstone Park. About eight days later, the last photograph of JJ, the son, was taken when he had on red pajamas sitting on the couch. Mm-hmm. <sighs> She's supposed to, you know, um, so loud in this neighborhood. Anyway. I was like, which one of y'all got kids? Got kids. It's like the spirits of them kids. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no. like, and then, and then the bitch took us. No, but no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. Long story short, she gets arrested because the police now, you know, start getting involved, asking questions. She it's refuses to tell anybody dead where dead people. What is right. going on? She refuses to tell anybody where the children are. Wow. The police give her a date that she has to report where the children are. She does not report. They start investigating, going through phone records, all kind of shit. Um, And they end up doing a search of the home grounds. They find human remains in the back and what's known as the pet cemetery. They're asking all kinds of questions. They're not answering anything. The bodies are confirmed to be Tylee and JJ. That is insane. They were they were burnt. No, they were burnt. Um, and the little boy still had on them red, but they said the little boy was wearing red pajamas. That was the last photo that they had of him. So they arrest her. She's not talking. She's going in the courtroom appearances, smirking, looking at people in the eyes, you know, um, just being real flippant and nonchalant. Her mama, remember I told you her ignorant ass mama who Mm -hmm. had lipstick, all on the all on where her mustache was. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, her mama goes and her sister start who she don't even fuck with like that, start doing interviews, defending her, saying that they oh know she God. didn't do anything to those children and blah blah blah. Then it all comes out that the kids did and she did. And the mama is doing interviews in the doc talking about, Well, we said we knew she didn't do it and we were wrong. We shouldn't have said that because we didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least she's saying she was wrong. Right, I thought she you were going to say she's going to be like, no, it's not true. They're trying to frame my daughter. That's still crazy. Insane. So Killing all these people in the name of of what? Not they Jesus. thought that Who the world was going to end and that they were going to enter into the building of the new temple, the temple of New Jerusalem. That's what they thought the new world the was going to be. New Jerusalem. And that their asses, these people from wherever that we ain't never heard of and nobody, they thought that they were the chosen ones. And if you see their faces, it's just crazy to me. So. Wow. She gets arrested, blah, blah, blah. The kids end up being found in the backyard. Then Chad gets arrested. Um, she was deemed unfit for trial and ended up going through all this mental, these mental tests. Oh, I'm sure. What? Earlier, earlier last year, they <laughs> I were knew both that was coming. They were both actually deemed fit for trial last year. And they will be up for trial next year in 2023, in April of 2023. So Ooh, we can expect to see I thought some you were more about headlines. To say something else. I was about to say. We can I expect you were about to, to say- see. Mm-hmm. I thought you were going to say they were deemed unfit for trial, so they let them go or some shit. I said, oh, hell no. And would you well, have been surprised? I mean, no, I just no. still pissed. 
Not right. so when you see this doc and when you learn more about this case, you see the sloppy, shoddy, piss poor police work that these um, these officers and sheriff's though, departments did. You, it is mind blowing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. OK, mind blowing. And now there's so many people dead at the hands of these yahoos who thought that they were killing zombies. Wasn't nothing wrong with that these people. That is so sad and so scary. I hope they both get their asses beat behind bars right oh, now. Oh, yeah. They're, they're pursuing the death penalty. Um, that's what prosecutors are pursuing, the death penalty for both of them. Um, and the trial comes up in April of 2023. So be on the lookout for more headlines related for that to case. this. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I get annoyed when people are like too easy, but I'm also annoyed because Lori is in, well, from what I'm hearing, is in this weird spiritual cult days or whatever. Like, the death penalty in her mind, well, I hope she ain't got no followers because ill. But like in her mind, I feel like she feel like she's gonna go out like a martyr or something like like well, she right. did. Funny, or you like say maybe that. all the evil people of oh God. No, because in her mind, she's immortal. She feels that she's oh. not, she can't die. So and all right, yeah. So go ahead, send her to the chair. Uh-huh. Yeah. And <laughs> conversations with her son Colby post her being um, jailed for this. She's unwilling to really take responsibility for any of this, telling him, well, of course, you know, because you don't know any of this. You don't know everything. You don't know. You don't have all the knowledge. You don't know everything. My nose is itching so bad. It's really getting on my nerves. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) If Kobe wife got a YouTube channel, I'll watch because I just want to hear how she. Funny you say that because I was like, well, let me find out more about Kobe because it was just something that felt fake about him. When I was watching him, he's who I saw because I watched the the first episode, I think, and he Mm -hmm. was mainly like talking about when he was trying to find out where his siblings were and his mom, how they had been kind of estranged. And that's as far as I I found out. Oh, no. Alleged, not allegedly, because this is all in the documents. There were allegations of like sexual stuff from, from him towards. The sons oh, of, of Charles, yeah, his other sons Jesus, and shit. Jesus. There was a whole thing with that. What um, a twisted and then family. Colby <clears throat> and Kat Kaylee, the girl that he married, that knew the mama was crazy and actually was responsible for moving this along and finding some of the inf- information that pinpointed oh, them sure as a murderer. Mm-hmm. She didn't let him. They ain't even together no more. How Good. could she not? Good. They ain't How together could no more. She not. And um, he, she said that there was a sexual assault that took place when he went over there. They got in an argument and he like forced himself on her or whatever afterwards and shit. So there's Dark. like a lot that they don't she even was cover. Like, oh, I realized that Dark. the crazy trickled down. Okay. I, this yep. is this good is a family of darkness. Cover, so. That is hope, so yeah. Tricky. Good for her for Oof. getting out. Yeah. And Kobe need to get picked up too. Just- I wanted to share this story though because people need to understand the complexity, the layers that are involved in this. This ain't just some missing kids. This ain't no John Benet Ramsey situation. You know what I'm saying? We have a lot more questions answered, and this lady literally deserves to die. Her and her husband. And who and, knows how many people mm-hmm. that we don't know about if they're right. capable of going this far. These are just the cases that we've uncovered, you know? Random you know? strangers they might have killed just random because not even thinking about. That they felt. Or, or other random life inconveniences energy. they felt, you know? like Right, right. Because you're capable. Ugh. That means anybody. These are all can white people? Yes. Yes. 
Yes. Yeah, yeah, you heard me say Utah and Idaho. I just had to be sure that because you know <laughs> I want to be sure that we're talking about white on white crimes. Uh-huh. We don't yes. discuss, we don't use that term enough, but this is definitely white on white crime and this is craziness. Crazy. And you see this guy Chad, this fucking nutcase Chad Daybell, just the way he looks. He's got the profile to me. Her brother, uh, right? No, the one who she was married to. The oh, one who wrote the oh, book's the author. one that came up with the system. Yes. Yeah, Lord. you should see him. He got a low forehead and a low brow and beady eyes and short teeth. And he, you know, he he should see how he looks. Like you ever seen them um Remember them suckers that was made, like you could whistle through them? <laughs> you remember what I'm talking about? Yes. Yes. That's how his <laughs> cut mouth ass looks. He's like, they cut his mouth. Like, Yo, you're mad. <laughs> you should see how I look. <laughs> you look like a crazy ass murdering religious oh. zealot. You look like one. Oh, Jesus. I really thinking I had it figured out. You know, I this has never been, I haven't read anything that correlated this with the case with these are just my feelings, my assumptions. It's just me, mm-hmm. my opinion. He looked mm-hmm. like a racist bastard. And you know they hated black people. You can see it all over him. They got the racist, you know that racist smile. You know how they you know how they look. They got it. And so this is a fascinating case. This deserves more attention, more conversation surrounding it, because they killed some kids. In yeah. addition to some Their innocent ass people. Right. Like because they deemed them zombies. The fact that you that think you so... can pass judgment and then literally just go out and kill people to feel some yeah, sort of babies. Wow. And you know, I watched. I mean, sorry to segue to something not as serious, but like I watch a lot of sci-fi, and I always wonder when, why do people get trapped in these cycles and how real to them some of them are, and how real they potentially could be. But like shit like this, always is like. Bro, how did you really get there? Like Lori and Chad. I actually want to do an episode. (laughs) I want to do an episode next year about evil. Mm. Like if y'all, y'all both said, "Mm." no, I've always wanted to do one, but I just I ain't got nothing to do with it. (laughs) (laughs) No, like I want us, I want us to discuss like if y'all think people are born evil, where they just have that capacity at birth, or is it that people go through so much? You know, is it religion? Like all the different factors, like, or do you think that people just pull up? With that in them, like it's not based on what they've experienced or what factors could have contributed to them being corroded as people, Mm -hmm. but like that there are people that genuinely pull up that way. Looking forward to the conversation because I have stuff to say already. I'm like, it's it's an episode I'd been planning, but I just wanted to do it proper with sources and different um, Uh psych, with, you know, psych journals and books. There's actually a book I'm reading right now that I think will provide good resources, but Keep that in mind because this kind of just reminded me of that. Like, what you I, reading? <laughs> well, never mind. Tell us on the episode. Tell right, us on the episode. right. <laughs> we'll do it next year, but it's it's. That, I think that's going to be a really good conversation. But damn, Dustin. Yeah. So that's that it. Was I just layered. wanted to let y'all know about that because you know ain't nobody yeah. talking about it enough. So thank you for that. Of yes. course, thank, thank you for you. a crime, will, right? And you're right because I ain't hear crime. nothing about that, and I will actually go watch that Netflix. Watch stuff. that. You know, I I'm did, grieving, but I didn't so I finish. need a distraction. Right. Yeah. I feel you need to numb out. I I'm feel grieving. you, though. You are grieving. Mm-hmm. You're grieving, my brother. But thank you for sharing that with us. And if you haven't watched it yet, what's the name of the documentary? My Mother's. Sins of Our Mother. Well, Sins they of mama. Our Mother. Ain't right. none of my damn mama. Not mama. <laughs> but Sins of Our Mother. On Netflix, right? Yeah, I watched mm-hmm. episode on one. So this Sins is Sins of Y'all, too. Finish. 
Kobe. Right, right. <laughs> this is the friend zone. Hey, HBCU fam. Get ready to turn up the energy. McDonald's and the Thurgood Marshall College Fund have $1 million in scholarships at 53 HBCUs for 66 brilliant students. This year, you could be one of them. But time is running out. Did we mention the $1 million in scholarships? Apply by March 27th at tmcf.org. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at tmobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. This week's wellness segment is sponsored by Illuminating Intersectionality, a new three-part video series brought to you by Target's Black Beyond Measure platform and hosted by Fran of Hey Fran Hey and the Friends Hi. on Podcast, Chef Jade of All Jades, and Dr. Takia Robinson of the Gin Grown Podcast. This series features dynamic discussions about identity, power, and intersectionality as a tool for honoring the beautiful complexity of Black womanhood. Conversations cover topics such as race, class and socioeconomic status, education, food and food access, cultural expression, and more. In addition, brilliant Black woman-owned companies like Minted Cosmetics, Essie Spice, and Partake Foods are highlighted. Check out every episode of Illuminating Intersectionality at youtube.com slash loudspeakersnetwork right now. Make sure to follow and use the hashtags, hashtag IIBBM and hashtag Black Beyond Measure to share your perspectives. So let's bring in the wind chimes. <laughs> so speaking of things that we've been watching, uh, I was actually kind of torn because I wanted to do a very specific wellness segment today mm -hmm. but maybe i'll save it um about like the gift of presence when you're with people you know mm -hmm. but maybe i'll save it i'll save it for another episode mm -hmm. but i i totally got sideswiped because i watched this movie last night called nine days i saw you, you tweet about this yes yeah, like so i i was I told you I spent most of the weekend wrapped in a blanket just watching <laughs> documentaries. And I have this thing where I love watching really random indie movies that are like lo-fi. Because mm -hmm. I always find that those movies end up impacting me a lot more than like whatever is popular or trending. That's just the reality of it. A lot of the really good layered stuff tends to go under the radar, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Y'all know how it is. Even with Did music. it come up on your Apple TV? No, TV? I Sorry. watched it on Prime, Prime Video. Well, yeah, it, it's a Prime ad on, or Power Prime, yeah. yeah. I told you about the movie a, star, a long time ago, star. but I didn't watch it. Oh, wait, it. so you watched it. Oh, okay. I, I remember seeing, like, a, I watched the trailer because I always I have a bunch of, like, sci-fi, all types of movies I'm supposed to watch. Like, and then I watched watch the trailer this. for that. <laughs> and I, I remember watching the trailer. I was like, this is something Fran will watch. And I asked oh, you, like, my a long God. time ago so, if you watched it, and you finally have. Yeah, so now you're going to give me Yeah, it came out last year. I uh, don't know how the hell I missed this. It, and it, it's starring Winston Duke, Umbaku, of oh, Black yes. Panther, and Zazie Beetz. Mm -hmm. um, they're the leads. And it is just a, a beautiful 
movie on ex- existentialism, right? It's, mm-hmm. a, it's a perspective on it. And I love it because I, you know, Asante, we always nerd out mm-hmm. <laughs> these kinds of movies where for me, I always feel like somebody experienced this and is remembering mm-hmm, yep. it and is putting it under the guise of, oh, it's sci-fi. But I always feel like when people have perspectives that are this clear, either yep. they dreamed it or they experienced it and this is their way of expressing it without being viewed as weird judged. <laughs> or judged for being like oh. crazy, you know? That's how I always view it. Because sometimes like when I see movies like Interstellar, or some movies, <laughs> even the OA, like, it's like, come on. You're going to tell me that somebody just came up with this? Like, no. They right. experienced this. They saw this. They just, right. some, they were sent this in a dream. Something. And so... And the, and the way they bring it all together in those, too, is and like... And the way they bring it all together. I even saw... um, What's his name? The director that does Avatar. Is it James Cameron? Yeah. Yeah, sure. James Cameron, I think. He yeah. even said with Avatar, like I saw in the interview, they were like, how'd you come up with this shit? <laughs> he said it came to him in a dream. And I really believe that. I believe. AKA, you mm-hmm. know how it came to him. That's what everybody <laughs> say. I came to me in a dream. You know what they was doing. <laughs> Either way, they channeled the shit. <laughs> and that's what I believe. <laughs> right. However you chose to channel it. I really feel like these stories always make me feel that way. And this movie is a very slow burn. I know most of y'all are going to get maybe 10, 15 minutes in and be like, nah, I'm cool. But those of you that will push through, it is well done. It's just a slower movie. You know, we're Mm -hmm. used to like action and drama and all these things. And it is drama, but it's like fantasy, you know, sci-fi. And it's just a beautiful story. And I think now in this, the end of the year where most of us are kind of like burnt out or maybe have gone through a lot and you kind of reflecting back on 2022, like, woo, you whooped my ass 2022. You know, this is one of those movies that just helps you get a little bit of perspective in a time that you really may need it. So I don't think it's a coincidence that I watched it last night when I wasn't like feeling the greatest. I felt like it was exactly when I needed to watch give it. Give me the, can you give me a synopsis? Is this the one about the people before they come or whatever? Yes, okay, yes. Okay, okay, so okay. basically a, a quick synopsis of it is um, Winston Duke is like an interviewer who interviews okay. souls before they incarnate and become alive. And so he's basically trying to see, like, not who's worthy or deserving, but he's trying to see if they are going to be able to handle (laughs) being alive. Because he's like, you know, there's different souls come in that are, like, too silly or too sensitive or too soft. And he's just like... And he's just kind of letting them know without letting them know, like, y'all don't understand what it's like out there. <laughs> like, mm. you got to be ready for this shit, you know? And and they're all freaking out because they're like, okay, what am I missing? What am I missing? And it's not that he can tell them what they're missing, you know? So he tries to create all these different scenarios to get their take on how they would react and what they would do and and kind of letting them know, like, yeah, no, <laughs> you ain't going to... It's tough out there. You know, you don't have the skin for this. You don't have the wherewithal. So I love it. It's very, it's very me. It's a movie, of course, that I would love. Um, But I do feel bad that it didn't get a lot of attention. I saw that it got like. You know, friend. You know, Uh, it's 
<laughs> you decided to say off bad that it was a slow burn. Get done because <laughs> from the trailer, I could tell that it was gonna be a little bit slower pace, and I think that's why I was like, "Make I know most people don't fuck with that. I get it because our attention gonna, spans too don't really hold space for slow movies like that. A lot. Of I times, love that so. part but, though. That is a that takes us back to where we need to be. That's how we ended up with these shows, like our kind of people that are paced too fast, that the stories don't make sense. You're missing Even plot how points. quickly people talk sometimes on these My shows. God. I'm like, whoa. Which is one of the reasons why I personally love The White Lotus so much, because it's written That's and paced appropriately. And you can it tell. Is. So it, the quality of the product, you can tell. Now, as far as this particular movie and why people may not have been, you know, as inclined to watch it, you know what Zazie Bates said. Here he goes. You know, everybody knows it. And I'm sorry, but if you are right with smelling onions, you know what I'm saying? That's on you. I don't want to smell that. And people look at her and think, you know, you the one said that you and your nasty ass husband do cat washes. Remember? That's the they hot said. spots. A but at least wash. she washes the hot spots. You know? Do you know how cats wash themselves? <laughs> they lick them. <laughs> Either way, well, I think it's a movie. It yes, I think Not it's a you movie put it back into my frame. that you should watch. Um, the ending, there's an ending monologue that Winston Duke does, and it is so beautiful. Oh, he's Even so talented. The, the, he's so talented. It is such a beautiful monologue. And I admittedly am not the biggest monologue poetry person, mm-hmm. but he did it and had me glossy eyes. <laughs> Oh, I can't wait to watch. I now. sat there and said, "Am I am I crying?" I was like, "Oh shit!" You know what? This hit me. He got me. I might watch it tonight. Please do. And even India's just coming. the final word. Oh yeah, she's a person. <laughs> you want to watch this with India? And and then call me after. But she it is just such a beautifully done movie. I definitely wish it had gotten more attention. Please watch it. Please share it. Tell us what you think, too, if you do watch it. I'd love to hear your thoughts during next week's episode because I know it's not going to be for everybody. But for who it's for, y'all are going to be so happy that you found this beautiful indie gem randomly. I'm so glad I clicked it. I don't even know. I was just scrolling. I was like, I want to find the most random (laughs) indie movie that's just going to, like, hit me where I need to be hit. And that's exactly what I got. And I was so thankful because those Uh movies are the ones. Here come the butts. (laughs) So please check it out. It's called Nine Days. Um, That's how long it's been since she took a goddamn shower. (laughs) I watched it on Prime (laughs) Video with my stars add-on. So if you have stars, definitely um, look it up and check it out. Oh, good. It's on Because BMF season two starts in January on stars. And now that I know you can watch, you can get caught up (laughs) on season one. (laughs) (laughs) Wonderful. Look at the Lord making a way. My login might have changed. I don't know how to check. I give Um, you mine. Thank you. (laughs) And you know what I want to say too before I switch to um the music man? What you I must say? retract. I must retract my statement about um from scratch. <gasps> you watched it, friend. I y'all it were commenting you. and saying, no, give it a chance, give it a chance, it's based on a true story. I looked up the, the true story and it is based on a true story. And I was like, you know what? All right, I'm gonna take off. My icebox where my heart used to be and watch it again. And I sat down and watched the whole thing in its entirety. And it is, it is, it is what we said. There's cheesiness and y'all cannot act like there's not. (laughs) 
there's a lot of cheesy shit to it because it's supposed to be a love story. And I think sometimes they take poetic license and make it very like Disney. But the story, the story, I'm not going to give it away for those who haven't watched it yet, but it is very sad. It is not a rom-com. I take that back. (laughs) Forgive me for saying that it is because it is far from it. But it is a beautiful story. And in the end, I didn't cry, but I definitely was like emotional at the story and how it wrapped. So, yes, From Scratch is very good. I know what happened. Right. And I saw a scene where on Twitter, the girl was like um, where her sister was like they was, you know, they were in a really emotional state. Mm -hmm. And sister was like. You stank. Did you wash your ass? Oh, that was so funny. Yeah. I love that I scene. That they clip. did such a great job. I was like, well, maybe I, you know. They did such a great job. No, the acting was phenomenal. Also, that actress, do you know her name? No, but she's good. She's, she's played so in a whole lot good. of shit. Yeah. She's such a such a range. She's able to morph with each mm-hmm. character, which I love because I feel like Sometimes actors are just who they are in every mm-hmm. movie, but she really turns like into Jennifer Anderson. <laughs> so check. So I take it back from scratch lovers. So mad at you. A from bore. scratch lovers, y'all are right. This is a very good series. Something to watch for the holidays. Oh, it's Not a series. Is it a series? Yes. Now, now it's a holiday I'll movie. For no, I took that back. Not I mean, that's not nice. <laughs> This ain't Lifetime, child. <laughs> well. <laughs> Go watch Kelly Rowland on Lifetime. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> but no, uh, watch Nine Days on Stars starring Winston Duke and Zazie Beats, and then get back to me and tell me what you thought of it. And that's it for this week's bonus. We had a little homework, a little, little uh, movie for the holidays, something to watch if you're looking for something layered. Because I feel like a lot of movies and shows just don't be hitting me. I just mm. be like, oh, this is just not it. But I miss the depth. I miss I it. miss the layers. I love when I cry, when I walk away from movie and it has me thinking about it for like the mm-hmm. rest of the week. Like that like is the Patsy Klein movie. I didn't you see ever watch the Patsy Klein movie? <laughs> no. You gotta watch that. Y'all know about Patsy Klein, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, but y'all gotta watch the Patsy Klein movie. Okay, you gotta watch the Patsy Klein movie. You gotta watch that. It's emotional. I will watch it. So that's. I bet you Clyde week. watched it. Clyde, <laughs> or not Clyde? Claude. <laughs> I said, who's Clyde? Claude. I bet you Claude watched it. I'm sure. Claude, he did. did you watch the Patsy Klein? I'm about to text Claude. Right I'm now. sure he's gonna say, you know, I did. So that's it. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. Mr. Music Man, what you got for us this week? Well, it's another week in music and I don't <laughs> have any news. Um, <laughs> I feel like the season is coming to a close and it is the holiday season but because I didn't get a tree or any of that, I haven't been listening to the holiday music. But 
<laughs> I am supposed to be getting my Trader Joe's uh, holiday candle set. Shout out to Steam. Steam Fox on Twitter. She tweeted this Steam candle set. Fox. <laughs> she she tweeted this Trader Joe's like candle set, and I went out and uh, well, my room, my old roommate, shout out to Gordy, got one, and I'm supposed to get it. Gordy, from oh, okay, like what's a, up, Gordy? It's like a 12 days of candle set, so you know that's gonna be my holiday thing before Christmas, like uh, you know, lighting the candles every night. But <clears throat> oh, like Chanaka, yes, exactly, like Chanaka, Chanaka, Chanaka. I, I keep thinking about Jonica, aka Blue. That was um, yes, acting on right. Jonica, off. so good. Um, incredible job on rap shit. Yes, shout out to rap shit. Shout Everybody did a, an amazing job on rap shit. Everybody, really shout, out to on shit. shout out to uh, okay. <laughs> shout out to Jonica. Shout out to um, damn, uh, Pretty V, uh, mm-hmm. the leads. Uh, mm-hmm. Everybody did a great job. I was Chameleon. like, hey, this is amazing. Yes, her ass just fine and incredible, and just. Acting her ass off in bars for days, just talented. Uh, rap shit was cool as fuck. But I forgot what I was even about to start talking about. There ain't no news for music this week. We just going to get right to the listens lately, or mm. songs to play. Because I really want to know what y'all been listening to. Um, I was going to say it's the holiday season. I haven't been listening to any holiday songs. So if y'all have any ideas, or if you want to talk about yeah. your favorite holiday music, please leave us your drops below. Everyone knows what my favorite holiday song is. And it's the, uh, the What You Gonna Get For Christmas song. I'm not gonna play that this year. What I'm gonna, you gonna get? Yeah. Oh, I did see that LVRN put out put out a Home for the Holidays Volume Two. That's dope. Love, yeah, Love Renaissance presents, and it's like Santa Baby with Summer Walker. <laughs> um, might as well have Cole with Baby Tate. Christmas Come Home with Alex Vaughn. Of course, they have Black Summer Walker doing um, Ghetto Christmas. Um, Division had, did Let It Snow So something to check out If you want to hear some R&B Mixed with a holiday little joints. classic Yeah, classic holiday joints I think that's super cute when labels do that um, Oh look Xavier Omar Dropped a record with Alex Isley called Peppermint Tea For the holidays I haven't heard I it love that. I love that I, I love it all, the title already Yeah and it's and the cover is the Peppermint Tea box So let's hear it I haven't heard it but those are two of my favorite artists Y'all know how I feel about Alex Isley and Xavier Omar So first listen here On the Friend Zone yeah. let's see what that's about Is a warm fireplace where you put laying in my arms. 
That's so Love pretty. That's a jam. And I'll Love be honest, that. I'm not really a holiday music person. Me either. That's I am sometimes. Jam. I'm Just not. Didn't happen this year. Nah, it's never been my thing, but this two is very pretty. Two shoes for me. Yeah, just I like all the it. like, like the sounds. <laughs> yeah, it's I like the second half thing. of that song <laughs> Tina was singing. You <laughs> I, don't, I don't like it nice, easy. Yeah. <laughs> like it rough. <laughs> and I want to play a song called El Nahua, which is um, a Brazilian song that was part of the soundtrack for Nine Days with Winston Duke and Zazi Beats. It's by Antonio Pinto, and I thought it was just so Sounds pretty. Hot. I love when a movie has a beautiful soundtrack on top of it. So that this song stood out to me, and this is how it goes. Basically means in these streets in Portuguese. <laughs> I thought it meant who just came in the house. Hell no, who in there? That's so bad. And I know y'all gonna be like, how do you spell it? It's E U N A R U A. El Nahua, and it's by Antonio Pinto. So Hell no, who are you? <laughs> Can I have some of your gum? Hell no, who are you? <laughs> you know what? That's this week's episode title. <laughs> Nah, who are you? <laughs> and that's it. Those are my two choices for the week. All right, yeah. Dustin Ross, what you got for us? You know I'm grieving. So yeah. this is all, I've been listening to music that is sad, music that you know is emotionally, you know, deep. I'm scared to hear what this so is about. To this do. this is by Koi Ray. It's called Plays. I don't know. Cause girls is players too. Uh, yeah, yeah. Cause girls is players too. Keep playing, baby. Cause girls is players too. Bitches getting money all around the world. Cause girls is players too. What you know about living on the top? Penthouse seats, looking down on the ops. Took her for a test drive, left them on the lot. Time is money, so I spend it on a watch. Hold on, low T showing through the white T. You can see the thong busting on my tight jeans. Okay, rocks on my fingers like a nigga wife me. Got another shorty, she ain't nothing like me. Yeah, about to catch another fight. Yeah, the apple bottom make him wanna bite. Yeah, I just wanna have a good night. I just wanna have a good night. Hold up, if you don't know, now you know. If you broke, then you gotta let him go. You can have anybody, yeah. any money. Yeah, this play is by Carly. <laughs> Only <right>. yeah. you, that's. <laughs> I right. fuck with it. The next song is um, 
by Nas and 21 Savage. It's called One Mic, One Gun. Back and forth, ain't no left or right. I got King's disease, but I move like a knight. Rappers bandwagon trying to get some light. I do it for the fam, never for the hype. When you turn a legend, no such thing is relevant. They must have forgot that I'm a new rapper that got integrity. All in the media and blogs, that's just a place I don't care to be. Most of these niggas wouldn't say shit if they was ahead of me. No back and forth, I did it back then, I do it right now. I open a lane for my era, I'm coded, they gave me the crown. Go, with all the success, I'm negative press, I'm watching it pow. They saying that black music dying, I'm saying they wipe on the south. But look at me now, damn, y'all, look at me now. Whatever I do isn't why, I'm keeping the queens, cause that's my side. I shook up the town, I shook up the city, I shook up the state. I went 21 on my second run, that shook up with age. It's a conversation, it's determination, your interpretation. I just shot the nation, did my tour with the woo, I came back right, so and I took the fire, right? Now I this next like song, song, I just heard, uh, I shazammed it, I was somewhere. I don't know where a restaurant or something, but this is shit. It's by an artist named Maki, M-O-C-K-Y, featuring Liliana Andrade. Um, and it's called Feeling Like mm-hmm. I Like. Mm-hmm. Spotify. Yeah, I had damn sure Sazam did. Um, <laughs> but that's it. You know, that's it for me. That's it. Okay, okay. Um, <clears throat> blind item. Did I talk about Rebecca Black? The Friday no. girl? Yes. Do you mm-hmm. remember the Friday girl? Yeah, mm-hmm. that song was huge. Friday, Friday. How'd it yeah. go? <laughs> he said it's Friday, Friday. Friday. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember XD always doing the part where she's like partying, partying, partying. Anyway, Mm -hmm. Rebecca Black is one of those, oh, uh, we're going to laugh at her because she's an industry girl that, or like, I guess an industry rain track. People just really thought that her little first viral hit was just her joking around. It was pre-meme, pre-TikTok, but it was still around, you know, William Hung and all that. But Rebecca Black has continued to work on her artistry. She has continued to elevate and she is back with a new song, a new visual. She has a new edgy look, a new edgy sound, a new color, literally (laughs) all of that friend. She's giving what she wants to give right about now. And it's more than Friday. Yes. Rebecca black has given us a little bit more. And this new track is called crumbs. And, you know, this ain't really my type of music per se right about now, but Rebecca Black has elevated. So I would like to appreciate the elevation. We support it. We support it. 
Absolutely. And if you go on YouTube and watch the video too and, and see, she is no longer that girl with the braces and the bang and the cut. She, <laughs> like France said, new cut, new color. All right. Cut. This is Crumbs. Uh, it's by Rebecca Black. Get into it. So cherry chaotic, the taste of losing control. I'm chasing down the drip, down the crab and hole. Now I'm staring down the metal barrel of your gun. I surrender on a bender, you're the job. You're better not to serve it. When will I ever learn? Get off and get hurt. You can make a So yeah, Rebecca Black, she out here making a uh, little pop vibey music and stuff. So go support if you're interested. I and know how it is. She came back with some edge. I'm telling <laughs> you, look, <laughs> she's she's doing some work. So if you're interested, you know, go go see about. The you know what it sound like to me? Hey, <laughs> if you're interested, because I ain't trying to shit on yuck nobody's yum, right? If if if, if anybody else like it, like it, because I like the shit I like. You know, what I'm saying? right, right. But it sound like that song by. Um, Keely. The sex was spectacular. Oh. <laughs> my God. But while you playing, while you playing, <laughs> even that was elevation because that is iconic and people still talk about it to this day. Yeah. That was negatively. still a moment. They don't talk about it like it. I, look, look, look. I have never I heard this, anybody say that was I, my song. I have to. I have to. Find, well, it, not <laughs> not part. one person. <laughs> if you well, some people, some people actually did defend the song because they liked some of the lyrics. I forgot what she was talking about, but they were talking about her having you know the sex before and all that. And they thought it was a bopping anthem. So, Ooh, where are these people that you're talking about? I want to know who they I are. I, could, I wish I could find this Twitter thread because I was crying that it was an argument. <laughs> and I, I was just, crying that I heard it. <laughs> <laughs> it was a joke to me when I first saw it, yes. And it was yes, very interesting to see the insight gained from it. You know, I that was awful. Awesome. <laughs> I love it. I love it when like the child stars are like, I'm a woman and I'm sexually liberated. It's like yeah. that, you know, like. I like it when it's good. liberation. This was just as bad to me, to me. That song is just as bad as Countess Vaughn's video. <laughs> Same level. <laughs> that one. It's the same, same ridiculous level of shit. It might as well have been on ridiculousness. That show that don't never stop coming on. Um, <laughs> like, Chanel why? West Coast. You know what? Can can I get booked on there just because it keeps coming on? It's like, it My is MTV's America's Funniest Home video. Yeah. And I just don't understand. Somebody's why. watching it. That's the only reason. Shout That's, out to That's why I said I want to work with, I want to be on there if they're going to keep going. Content. You know I, what else it is? Somebody's, no somebody's family in that crew, somebody's family oh, on that word. set, Amen. Chanel West Coast, you know. <laughs> okay, it's keeping a lot of pe- people eating. That's all I, I'm I trying to tell to you. Hell yeah, this will, it will never Is it end. Still hosted by that dude, Rob. I think it's a backwards hat. Mm-hmm. The yeah. skater dude. Yeah. yeah. Oh, remember his Stussy. guard? 
uh, Black, I think his name was, the big black dude. Fine. Y'all don't remember? Because <laughs> 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 we at the end of the day, we He's all on the fine. same side of this. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, sure. You know what I mean? <laughs> wait, wait. Before we wrap the music, man, I want to ask y'all. Oh, oh, because I was going to ask what y'all's, what y'all's end of year raps were. Who are your top artists? I want to know. Oh, what I didn't even do that yet? shit. I'll be on. Let me be quiet. But I, I didn't. I didn't even do that yet. <laughs> we'll save that for maybe a part of next week. Um, let me just play these two songs real quick. There's this artist named C.S. Armstrong, and oh yeah, have, uh, this. Have you heard the song Dennis Rodman? No, no. I know this, his discography, but I don't know Dennis Rodman. Well, this song is just lovely. C.S. Armstrong, oh, really Dennis talented. Rodman. <laughs> Dennis Robin, go ahead, friend. No, remember I told I told y'all about him. He had dropped a mixtape, and I was I, I played a record, but this was like a while ago. He's very, very, very talented. Very, I, that voice well, is beautiful. Definitely well, you, check out you, all his work. You work-ups. put him in the damn. You put him in the algorithm. He came up on one of my um like made yeah. for Asante playlist. So yeah, he's tight. <laughs> I love Thank you for that. that. That was good. Dennis, that Dennis Rodman track, which I saw the picture of him, and I was like, "What is this?" And then I clicked on the song, and I was like, "This is not, that's all like lovely." When I first played the track, it's, it's like you would think that's like some hip hop shit or whatever. But I need to go right. back and like, live with the record. I've just been like living in the vibe of how it feels. I need to actually go. Back and speaking of the vibe of how it feels, I don't know if this is why he named it that, but it do sound like a song you would see Dennis Rodman's long ashy fingers with black chip nail polish snapping to. <laughs> Can't you see Dennis Rodman liking that song? You like that song? You feel that? You feel that? That's that real song. You can that's see that's it. That's you good. know, you can see um, it. Last song I'm going to play, and then we're going <laughs> to get back to whatever we're getting to, or TV Land or whatever, because Dustin is going to keep stamping like that. Um, Nakia Gold, N A K K I A Gold. Her, this song is called Nowhere, and here's how it goes. My heart's broken Are you 
yes. gonna make it. I like that's that. That's good. That's fire. Na- Nakia Gold, nowhere. Charlotte Burns. I A G O L D. Go check Gold, her out. Baby. Tell her the friend zone sent you. And that does it for me in the music man segment. That was good. Uh, friend, did you still want to do that now, or do you want to say that for next week? The uh... we could save it because I know right. y'all said y'all didn't even look. So no, I oh I looked and I played. I because I always play the playlist for the year. That's like instead of, instead of playing holiday music, I always play that. That because you know, oh, they make I do the whole like playlist. that. Were you like what what mood was I in? in yeah, February? what was the year like? That's what I felt at. like. Yeah, like, all what, what records was I Beyonce. feeling before Beyonce? <laughs> and she Somehow played all throughout the playlist. Was my number one because, artist of 2022. I was so stop. shocked. <laughs> Do you want to talk about replay value? This is really she why I wanted ran to bring it up. The rest this of the year. Oh, you want to see what the top Beyonce songs? Because <laughs> y'all, Beyonce and Drake were my top. Like me, me. Uh, yeah, you. That's surprising. That's so. Boys had taste. Boys had taste. Oh yeah, I don't know what the top song was. Actually, let me see. I'm sure it's gonna say heated. 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 But Beyonce was my number one. Hot, hot, hot. (laughs) (laughs) She was. Let me see. Uncle Johnny made your dress. I like that song. That cheap ass shit. You look uh, whatever cheap. I like that song. (laughs) I like that shit. Heated. Hot, hot, hot. Your rap is here. Oops, it's playing. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Not both of us. Louis, <laughs> now we found that at the same time. <laughs> both of y'all. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was trying to see what my um, top Beyonce song was. Hold on. I wish they do it on app, Apple Music. <laughs> they kind of do, though. They do a version of it. <laughs> he went off the screen. I ain't trying to stop no bad. They do a rap. They do a rap. It's just okay. there's no like cute graphics or they're just yeah. like here's your top. <laughs> they song. just list it. <laughs> and with a black background. Okay. Oh, find your way back, ironically, is my mm-hmm. top Beyonce song. <laughs> Fran was playing that shit, dancing you know over what? there. You was dancing. <laughs> I was going through a lot this Mama summer. Told me, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> yeah. Sing Beyonce. I was going through a lot <laughs> And and Mortal by Baby Rose was one of my top songs too, which I thought was pretty cool. I do love that song a lot. But it's funny because you could have been going through something, you know, like like I know why Drake was my top five because it was something specific I was going through, and there was a song he had that was specific to it that I couldn't stop playing. And so it was kind of funny to see him because I didn't listen to him outside of like those couple weeks. <laughs> but I did like his album. I know not a lot of people. I did into too. It. I too. liked his album. I like I his think new there was album like five too. records on that dance album that I played a lot. I think it was a good album. So I might. It was be... good. You you just got to be. You got to know about that kind of music and have her. You have to have already reconciled listening to that kind of music with yourself. <laughs> As a person who does who who hasn't normally listened to like house and shit, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. I've right. also been around and been in enough spaces where I know every party is not gonna play 
G shit by Webby. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody's <laughs> just not gonna play that. Certain DJs have a different sound. So if you can appreciate this music, which you don't and have to, there's nothing yeah, wrong with and not I appreciating. Get the people that were yeah. like, I'm not fucking with it, but I loved it. And so I thought it was funny Same. that him and Beyonce were my top. Cause as someone that strictly listens to indie <laughs> artists. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm I'm just looking at certain people that I have in my top, and I'm just like, hmm. You're you like, understand why Drake here? was her top? <laughs> <laughs> That's why you told me to shut up because you needed Woo! to shut up. All right. um, mm-hmm. Money long. What that nigga say? <laughs> I love me some money long. <laughs> to hear more of her next year. Uh, <laughs> yeah, here go Drake sticky. A lot of party that's doing here. <laughs> I love a sticky party next door too. Um, Kendrick Lamar. I have mm-hmm. a lot of Kendrick Lamar. Oh, yeah. interesting. I replay. <laughs> I the, look. I, I actually really appreciate last it. album. So loved I loved it. it. I loved it. The only song that did not make the cut for me was the one with him and Taylor Page. Because <laughs> once they, once oh, they start yeah, getting no. it, because no. <laughs> every time they start getting it, I'm like, all right, well, I, I have like, to uh, go. Okay. And did you see her on go. Savage Fendi? She like kind of recreated that person uh-huh. <laughs> who was yelling yeah, on the screen. Uh-huh. I was like, ooh. Yeah. That's People love that. Yeah. <laughs> who was she dating recently? Was it who was she just kicking it with? Jesse Taylor Williams. Page? Jesse Williams. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what it was. Yeah, okay. but she got married. I saw. Well, we know why. We know how she broke up with him. Motherfucker, why you put your dick out on the goddamn? <laughs> <laughs> we know we know how she was talking based on that Kendrick album. I mean, <laughs> man, you got your dick out on stage. Ah! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's it for me and my Spotify. I mean, there's tons Same. of more artists on here. I've got because I have tons of Drake, Saw Baby. I be listening to all kinds. Baby. S A H B A B I I. No, I know which one. Okay, okay. you know I love that. <laughs> I thought that's a ditty. Do, do you really? Like we do love you? that for you. Yeah, for me. Oh, okay. Yep. Uh huh. That's what you meant, though. <laughs> you didn't want to say that, but that's what you meant. <laughs> Wait. What were your? Okay. Last question. What were your top five songs of 2022? What were yours? Sante don't want to say. Why did you look at me like that? <laughs> what, what What were yours? So my this is so random. <laughs> I was like, what was I going through? Why was Goodnight Gotham? Oh, oh I mean, for a night, a night, good a night. night. What a was night. I going through that that would be the top song? It's fly as That's, hell. That song is. I want just. Is this to have an a order moment. though? Is this an order or the playlist just like you know, these I don't are the know, songs honestly. you played? Okay, it just says presents <laughs> the songs that sense. you loved the most this year, and, the, and it feels like it's in no particular order. But I'm not entirely. I'm hoping because sure. that would be very very random. But good night, Gotham. Find your way back. Exchange by India Sean is up there. Yeah, India all up in through here. Yeah, India <laughs> Look, really Cleo Soul, super fine. Same Cleo floor. Soul and India are all up and through mine because um, Rose in the Dark and Why Don't You by Cleo Soul, Mortal by Baby Rose, Needy Bees by Nick Hakeem. Um, Ain't he the new speaker of the house? <laughs> Stop it! Could you imagine? Is that is masterpiece? That masterpiece by Salt, Ooh. which is one of my favorite oh. songs. I've been playing a lot of that. 
um, Essence with Thames. I'm not surprised. That song was huge. Mm -hmm. I played the hell out of it. So yeah, some I'm not surprised, but some I'm very surprised. I don't know why, but Tiana Taylor's Bear With Me was really hitting this year for me. I was late to the party, but oh well. Um, I need to sit with her projects more, to be honest. Megan Thee Stallion up and through here. Plan B, not nice. Beyonce, church girl. <laughs> See, I don't want to say the South Baby songs. That are, some of them are, some of them are very... So we can judge you. Tell us. Well, it, it's, it's because <laughs> it's a spectrum. Some of them are sad I lost homie songs and some of them are fuck songs. So it's like hilarious Ooh. that these are, like <laughs> this is his uh, back and forth. Because it was a lot of that this year for me as well. But um, he has a song called Dick Relationship. That was my jam. Dick relationship. Dick relationship. We in a dick relationship. That means no relationship. Right. Um (laughs) he has a song called I see. He has a song called Jody Kurosaki, which is also it's like uh Jody off a baby boy, Ichigo Kurosaki off a bleach. So he brings like the hood shit with the anime shit on some hood shit. It's really dope. Um also Sergio, I love that artist. I really want more from him next year. Clothes on, speechless. Oh, what a voice! You and then Drake, back to the just really back Drake. to the dirty song. Drake was all up and through you know, my calling my name was my shit. Remember, I pulled up with a speaker playing that somewhere. I think it was Juneteenth in the park. Um, Summer Walker says a uh, Raven Lene, yeah, Tanache and Zaya I Bell. Shit. I have a lot of Zaya, Zaya. Bell too. and Green Tea. Wait, no, Zaya Bell. I love Zaya Bell. I need to. I need to link up with her. I tell you, she lives in Portland. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was like, be my friend. Um, yeah, <laughs> but that's it. <laughs> that's it for me. Those are mine. Well, that's it for the music segment. I would love to know what you've been watching, Dustin Ross, because it's now time yes, for the TV segment. TV time. Well, it's crazy as I ain't been watching nothing. First well, of all, I watched that, that damn documentary I talked fair. about earlier. Um, and I did watch a little bit of the Potomac Housewives, but I'm not Ooh. all the way caught up. So I don't have a, I'm not able to opine. See, I am of the old school way of doing things where you kind of know what you're talking about before you start talking. So instead of just speaking about clips, did you watch? Well, I saw the clips. That ain't how I get down. <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and sit down with the damn show and really watch the past two episodes and oh, really dive both deep in their entirety. into what has taken place so I can cuss out those that need to be cussed out and let the mess roll accordingly. Yes. And, um, and you know, um, oh, and go in and, uh, and let half. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? I can't wait to, to do that. So that's it for me this week when it comes to TV, you guys. Can I just that's say very fun. quickly, congratulations mm-hmm. to Kiki Palmer. Um, oh, Oh, Double yeah. congratulations! Yeah. Shout out to her and the babies, uh, or the baby, because you know she pregnant. You know she look real good, pregnant. That's amazing. Thank well, you she for did. her. She's a uh, grown ass woman. Hell yes. yeah! And, and she did amazing on, on SNL. SNL. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. she was fucking that. amazing on, on there. Uh oh, here come the bus! It's been in my head all weekend, she and I have so funny. I, You have to you have to watch the entire episode because. Kiki was amazing at every skit. She's so she talented. She was she's one perfect. of our greats, and yes. we're watching her as oh, she's building her legacy. That. But she right. is. It's amazing and I'm happy to see that there's been like a us. resurgence of respect yes. for her, you know, because I yep. feel like for a while people felt differently, but then now there's like this resurgence, I feel. I don't know what changed, but everyone just like loves her. 
And I'm happy because she's very talented and deserves Remember that. how good she too. was on Good Morning America in the third hour? And she wasn't fucking Ooh, none of her speaking co-stars. Speaking <laughs> I can talk about that wow. in the TV Land segment. Come on. Okay, because I, did, I do know enough about that to know TJ Holmes was making Ooh. a house a home wherever he was at. TJ, <laughs> he was knocking that uh, Mary Kay looking ass woman um, next to him on the on the on anchor desk. He was her anchor. Okay. He was he was mean to my mom once. Um, on the, and mom was on my mom. My mom is like, mm-hmm. What I tell you about oh, that man? Well, let's go. You know, that's all you had to yep. say to me. That's all you had to say to oh, me. Let's fucking get it on. She's having a blast watching this. I mean, silly, but I, I don't know. Simone we don't know. Ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm finna but get them now. You shouldn't have told separated. me. <laughs> they've been separated, both of them from their partners. So I don't know. But didn't know. it come out that apparently in the interim he cheated with somebody else A before yes. he got with <laughs> So it was still like, well. Which I kind of felt was going to happen. I was like, oh shit. He, he's exposed allegations. now. Allegations. Yeah. <laughs> and I ain't mad because I like to fuck too. You know what I'm saying? And damn it, if we got that vibe, we're going to do that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> However, <laughs> you got to be careful when you get to certain opportunities you don't gamble you know for a nut like that's a big deal the anchoring pictures, good morning america like and yeah. being out at bars and shit that's something and like then, there's no way they're still together and he's doing that no way he would they got video of him she was bent over in the car but the only reason we knew she was bent over was because her back was a, a right angle. It wasn't because she had all this ass. And he, some kind of way, he still took his hand and flattened it and slid. It was like he gave her ass a, high, a low five. You know what I'm saying? It said, people tried to say he grabbed her butt or whatever, but she ain't have no ass. He gave her ass a low five. He, 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 he touched and slid. That's what he did. He didn't grab her ass, he said, in the back when she was bent over in that car putting the bags up. And I'm like, damn, That's TJ, sad. I know you could get some. I'm, I'm, just hoping, I'm just hoping everyone is aware. I'm hoping Maybe he knows that turns her on by like rubbing it. That way I heard he grab it. It definitely was a, it was a, it was a slide to the left. It was sounded like oh, he was no. listening to the cha-cha slide when he grabbed their ass. Ooh. He didn't grab. It was a, his hand isolated, ice skated across her ass. So we could talk about that. And we can also talk about the fact that apparently he was fucking the, produ- the wrong producer. I they told. Okay. And then that producer got mad at his news anchor because she had been confiding her. in her about their affair. And then she moved on and took him. I'm like, oh, shit. She shouldn't have told her it was that good. She shouldn't have told her it was a capital TJ. She should have told her it was a TJ Maxx. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that that, that's her fault for running her mouth. Friendly. Pillow talking. Friendly. Pillow talking. Shut up. Something Bust your nut and go on down that. the street. That's all you got to do. Henry's really telling. Keep on telling your home, girl. Advertising. That's what you get. Everybody ain't your friend. We learned that two ways this week. <laughs> okay. Okay. You know what? And and now, you know what? Hold on. No. Hold on. Wait. 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 Hold on. If you made I'm it here, saying. leave an emoji at the bottom because I have an announcement. I want to see if anybody has made it. Uh, we are doing our last and final Patreon live uh, next week. If you are a Patreon member. 
Don't forget to sign up at patreon.com. I am fighting to find a calendar, so I'm going to talk through it before the 14th. I to tell you. The 14th is going to be the last <laughs> Wednesday wind down for our Patreon gated community. December so make sure 14th. you have signed up December 14th instead of the end of December. So don't sign up and be like, y'all said y'all was going to do them at the end of the month because I'm telling y'all now and I'm going to tell you at the beginning of next week's episode I'm that's going to happen at night in case at y'all the end of the month. Okay. Okay. Listen, the way sleep. I was asleep last week when we okay. were starting, but I woke up right on time. All right. So, uh, leave drop an emoji. What should be the emoji? I feel like one of y'all should pick the emoji to it. So you they, pick it. You the one I, told him to leave. One. What you want him to leave, bro? Uh, a firecracker. One. I don't know. Uh, a dolphin. Uh, a dolphin. So what's yeah. pink or purple? Them your colors. They Ooh, have the, the flowers. Little, that the little, little crystal pink. ball. That little. Oh, the crystal <laughs> ball. Yeah, the crystal ball. I was going to say make it. them leave that Potomac flower. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with the crystal, the crystal ball. Me too. All right, so drop a crystal ball. Leave two of them. Crystal balls. (laughs) (laughs) Leave two crystal balls. I'm so mad at you. With that being said. (laughs) To let us know you made it here and you got the announcement. Can that be the episode title? Crystal balls? (laughs) Some people have to listen all the way here to find out why. I like that. Crystal balls. Sometimes my balls feel crystal depending on how excited I am. We love you guys so much. Thank Stay black you and so your much for listening. Uh, and protect we your magic. Will catch and you know you what we mean when week. we say your magic. <laughs> your crystal balls. No. No, keep your magic over there. Bye. She said protect you. No. Keep it. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions.